0: Okay, let's see here. Now we're live. Wait, no, now we're still
1: going live. Okay, now it says you're live. You doing the thing where you're playing the music for like ten minutes, let people hop in? Nope, we're live. All right. (laughs) Well, what's up, live people?
2: All right, yeah, all right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Free game.
0: Yo, what is that about? Hey, yo, thank you everybody for joining us. This is the Cloud Ninja Podcast. It's your boy Free Game. We got, your, we got
1: Ood. Ood, right? That's how we say it? Yeah, yeah, you can call me Ood or you can call me Oody. You can call me whatever you want. All right. We got Udi. We got
0: uh, your boy, B. We got the mid-pack Melody Dreamer on the building. Um, yeah, Holy. So thank you for... Uh, <laughs> Yo, yeah, yo, you know I had to throw hey. that I had to throw that in there real quick
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, that's that, what doing Sneak that joint early in there like. <laughs> hey, yo. Me- Melo knows what's Melo all love, more. bro Melo knows what's all love
2: we not even 40 seconds into the pod Like, Mel catching straight
0: did Melo even hear where he at? He didn't even say nothing. He have no response. Nothing.
4: Nah, I'm just I'm oh. playing the game, bro. He said, <laughs> he said, "Screw what you had to say." <laughs> that shit, that shit rolled off my back, bro. Look, look, look. When when you win so much, people just gotta create artificial L's for you. Oh, that's all that
0: okay, that's what, that's, all that. that's what it is. That's what it is. He said artificial L's. Man. I
2: like that. <laughs> the Facts, like gotta. <laughs> <laughs> got to manually uh, concoct else for my god, Mellow. You gotta respect <laughs> Yo,
0: so, um, ooh, give us. Um, I know we already answered this offline, but if you want to give everybody else, you know, a brief description on what you're doing, how come we got you on the pod today? That'd be awesome.
1: No, it's fine. It's, it's going to be way more entertaining now because I'm on the pod, so I got to make it entertaining for the viewers. So yeah. here's the fleshed out answer. Yeah, so so like, <laughs> open your ears here. Alright, so yo, what's up? I'm Udi. I'm 23 years old from Georgia. Uh, That's the irrelevant info off the side. So here's the interesting part. So I'm doing college right now. I'm in my final year. Uh, screenwriting isn't my major but it's something I've been doing for years uh, I did a couple screenwriting classes in college so I'm basically like a screenwriter I can, I'm i here to answer your writing related questions about Boruto or Naruto or anything of the sort using any sort of media, movies, whatever, manga uh, aside from that I also uh, we can get into this later but I'm writing a college thesis on Madara oh yeah uh, Madara? Yeah, yeah. No. I all my mutes off. Yeah, that's dope. You were doing a, a paper on modern. That's what's up. All right, so I guess I guess we can just get into that first thing. I'll also link it gotcha, in the Discord chat. I'll pull it up real quick. But basically, I've been working on this paper for what two years now, since 2019. Uh, and it's a <laughs> okay. So here's here's the crazy part. So I don't exaggerate when I say this. The paper is 100 pages, uh, oh. and I'm still working on it Whoa. because wow. Boruto's still coming out. So technically, the paper is becoming more fleshed out which is crazy to say i'm posting it in the discord and it's far from complete uh obviously still editing it but as of right now it's 103 pages it goes into basically why Madara is the is right and why every other character has to be wrong from a scientific standpoint Uh, it goes into universal principles basically breaks down every theme every sort of thematic in naruto to explain why in the series uh madara has to be the correct and the correct character he has all the answers basically so objectively he's the best character wait i don't get I, to be honest so,
2: i'm st- i'm still a bit confused about madara's overall point in, in naruto Shippuden i've always thought to myself you know Payne's ideology is probably the strongest thing of course you got the good guys naruto and everybody else Payne's my favorite character so that's where i'm coming from with it obitozo was a little bit lesser what was madara's overall idea in regards to why he essentially started the war
1: he wanted power it's uh it's not that so madara wants to do the infinite tsukiyomi basically he wants to change the world so madara's entire ideology goes back to what he refers to he coins this term nexuses and nexuses are basically just get this universal principles that make the universe imperfect so the universe as we know it's not perfect we nobody lives a perfect life madara believes that because he's experienced life before society as well as the foundation and shift of society he can now form society into a perfect world and obviously we know this in the plot as the infinite tsukiyomi what i do i'm using this paper to be more of more towards a broad audience so i don't reference naruto in a way to where only naruto fans will understand it so for example i don't list the infinite tsukuyomi by name i list more of madara's goal of forming a perfect world and so i go into scientific uh answers or things that i've learned in school such as uh, such as things in um, international business for example of the foundation of society there or i'll go into some philosophical questions such as plato's cave uh, different things like that. Obviously, it's 100 pages, so I have a, I have a lot of time to sort of flesh things out, but my basic thesis is that Badara uh, is correct because, again, he's experienced both the foundation, shift, and fall of society, so therefore, he's th- he's the only one in the series who has experienced this, so he's the only one basically with an answer that can be validated, so whereas others can have their answers, they don't have the experience sort of to back it up, if that makes sense.
2: No, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I mean, that definitely makes sense to me on the surface. I mean, I never really thought of it like that, how, how Mata was essentially like the actual good guy, but I, I always thought I mean, the best person to actually, you know, Make up a plan to actually, you know, fix things. Is someone who actually did go through it. And moderate being like the oldest character, of course, at that particular time, like a hundred plus years old. You'd honestly think that he probably have a good understanding of exactly how the world works, how human nature is, and of course, how to fix the situations that we essentially found ourselves in the time that moderate essentially tried to do the tried to, 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 to do the Infinite Ukiyomi. I, I I like it. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily jive with moderates full essential plan again i'm more of a pain guy but i definitely understand the actual paper
1: all right dope. so
2: it's unique it's it's unique
1: yeah yeah so basically getting a little bit more in depth into it we have to observe why society was founded in the first place sasuke asked this very question to hashirama what's a village essentially what 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 is a hokage uh so you have to look at the intent of starting society and basically the intent was so that children don't have to go out to war before society was founded you had the warring states era where children were sent out to war it's one of madera's main uh, main quotes basically one of his more famous quotes we were just children being sent out to war so it was basically to stop that was the reason to found society in the first place and so we have to ask what was causing children to be sent out to war what what's the purpose behind conflict And Madara set out not to solve this answer as a temporary solution, which is what society eventually became. Madara realized that society was just a temporary solution. He wanted to come up with a more permanent solution, which would have been, in essence, the infinite Tsukuyomi. Again, I don't name the permanent solution by paper, because realistically what he was doing was changing universal principles. So, in essence, he was changing humanity human instinct based off of evolution our evolution is to survive that bred natural conflict within the world uh, just due to limited resources and other variables and factors so Madara's basically just changed the universe essence
2: not to be honest here's my only thing against that would probably be or essentially a lot of people their essential you know conclusion or their goal against that would essentially be Madara had a good plan but the way he went about it wasn't necessarily the best way for example I mean people were even having this conversation in regards to the, to the metaverse I understand that Infinite sukiyomi in theory is supposed to make everything good and everything like that but it's a fabricated world it's not necessarily real you see what I'm saying I think operating in a a real world, and of course having people have actual real interaction and things such as that, that's a lot more valuable than having just an idealistic world that isn't necessarily the most real thing. Of course, as I said, people wondering, should we actually go full dive into the metaverse? Not necessarily trying to shill on anything right now, but... Of course, people want to say, hey, operating in real life is probably like the best way to go to go about it. But also, Moder specifically, I mean, the way he tried to go about it, like killing multiple people, like onset mass slaughter, I get where you're coming from. You probably, you probably not necessarily saying that that right there is like the best thing. But a lot of people would say, hey, that's probably why Moder probably wasn't necessarily the best guy to look at as being like, hey, this guy knows what to do.
0: You know, that you said something crazy, Warren. You, um, you compared the metaverse. To the Infinite Sukiyomi, I never even like thought about that. That's crazy. They trying yeah. to put us in the
2: Infinite Sukiyomi. Um, <laughs> where, this, this, this is a fact. Where's my renegon at, bro? I need a renegon. This is a fact. But what's the call? I did kind of want to ask you about some some of the Boruto things, though, since you are a screenwriter. I mean, j- just All some right. just some like 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 some casual questions that a lot of people would immediately do have. The overall idea is that. Boruto wasn't necessarily like pre-planned too much. The idea is that once Naruto Shippuden ended, Boruto began. They didn't necessarily know fully what they were going to do with Boruto. This right here caused like a lot of problems. People kind of attribute it to this. The fact that they kind of thought that Boruto would have a Byakugan. They forgot that in the movie and they gave him a Jogan. The fact that, hey, Boruto and Kawaki in the future, they've already said multiple things in that scene and that scene is going to be a lot different than it was. And of course, we see Boruto have a brand new karma, Kawaki have a brand new karma, Kawaki have an eye now with his karma. Do you think that Boruto was kind of like a little bit rushed in the actual creation? Or is this
1: like a standard process where things usually change? Uh, so from from my perspective, when you're writing a story, you never finish writing it. The difference is you have to decide when to cut yourself off. You have to decide when to actually publish your piece of media. So I have an idea, and I have to continuously flesh, fleshing it out for years, months, however long it is, decades even, if I, if I really want to. There's a point where you have to turn the idea into reality. You have to have a physical, tangible product that you can show people rather than just tell people concepts, if that makes sense. So I think mm-hmm. th- there is no perfect answer to this, because Boruto's never going to be technically finished from the writer's perspective. It's just about when they decide to publish it. And that gets more into the business side of things.
2: Nah, that's definitely a good question. I mean, a good answer. I definitely understand what you're saying. Now, real quick, before before we get into the actual, you know, meat and bones of the pod, how much of Boruto do you know? Are you up to date with all the manga and, and the anime?
1: Yeah, so uh manga yes anime uh up to the last episode haven't seen the last episode but i've i've watched every everything else all the filler uh all the all the current arc except for the last episode so yeah go ahead hit me Wait, up you
2: you the last episode was probably like the best episode of the arc you you know that <laughs>
1: of course it was <laughs> that's, that's how life <laughs> just tends to be sometimes what can i say why
0: you say it's the best episode impression. of the arc though bar whoa whoa whoa
2: it was impeccable. Like, everything... Of, I just want to put it like this. There wasn't much action. So, if, you, if you're looking for Ishiki Otsutsuki versus Naruto and Sasuke, <laughs> this is not the episode for you. But just the tension. Again, a lot of people don't necessarily fully grasp, like, the actual, you feel any, realness of the situation. Because, of course, in the manga, we're talking about Boruto becoming 100% Otsutsuki. And, of course, Shikamaru trying to pack up some literal Otsutsuki-level characters right now. But... The Hidden Miss they are about to be wiped off of the face of, of the planet right now. The Hidden Miss village looks like it might be actually taken over right now. It's like in the um in the hype stages. If I'd actually equate it to something, I wouldn't necessarily say this because obviously the Fourth Great Ninja War was such more of an epic situation. But it's like the time period when Gar was giving his speech. Like people are actually getting ready to actually go to war. This is that—that's what kind of makes this episode like so real. Like. Two weeks ago, we were kind of confused. Like, is this arc really serious? And now, with this episode, it it looks like it's they're serious.
0: I like I like the episode. I watched the latest episode. I try to keep up with it somehow, some way. Um, I thought it was I thought it was all right. I like that they're going the uh, route. You know, like Ikata is pretty much like he's not a traitor, but he's still kind of is in the middle like he saw his sister and stuff like that he didn't say no i don't want to be with you guys or i'm not with the movement or anything like that he's just like yo bro i'm trying to make boats like <laughs>
2: yeah, well, <laughs> i i, I want to talk about the anime a little bit later i want to i want to talk about the manga first you feel me you feel me that that that's like okay. that's like the big dog you feel me? yo so but definitely the of it. yeah yeah <laughs> let, me, let, me, definitely. let me
0: ask you guys a question uh that's regarding the manga like Does Ada have an idea, do you think, of how strong Code is since she can see in real time and in the past and she has no problem removing his limiters, you know? She doesn't seem opposed to not letting Code get his limiters. So do you think that, you know, she has an idea of how strong this guy is? And in that sense, do you think that she is stronger than him or she knows how to defeat him or, you know, something of that nature? Keep herself one step ahead? Because she doesn't seem like a dumb character, you know? She seems pretty calculated and plotted. So,
1: go ahead, Bar.
2: No, I'll let you go. They hear from me every week. (laughs) Uh, All
1: right. So, from a plot perspective, I don't see any way for Ada to really know what it would be without it feeling contrived. Uh, But from a story perspective, I feel like the writers basically have to write her in a way to where she would know. Basically, just because it seems like the stakes of Ada's character are higher, it, it would be in her character to know, just because she seems more of an in-game character than Code does. Uh, just based off of the her sort of a threat of the last chapter, where she's saying, you're useless to me now, we'll see about when you get your limiters removed. So whether she knows exactly how strong he is or not is sort of irrelevant, uh, and again, she said that she's sort of weak in Taijutsu. Again, we don't really know what that means and what other abilities she has. It seems like she she's really keen on keeping information to herself. Information holds value to her. So she has some sort of trick up her sleeve. We just don't know what it is yet. As, as far as we know, she was lying about the the Taijutsu thing. That would be in her character because, again, information's valuable. So the less the enemies know about her, the better. Uh, so I think yeah, she 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 knows ways to defeat code. We just don't know them yet. So when you say like information is valuable to her, like <clears throat> like in the instance when she didn't want to let code know her her weaknesses when he acts, that's what you mean, right? Oh, okay. First of all, yes. Second of all, I'm glad you brought this up because this is something I've been dying to say for like a few weeks. At no point does she say that Damon has a weakness. Again, she values information. Code asks about Damon's ability, Ada shuts that down because she doesn't want Code to learn about the ability. She never says anything about a weakness. As far as we can assume, there is no weakness. Uh, People just sort of run with that as a headcanon because it's implied in a sort of way. Mm -hmm. I think based off her character, it's not implied. You're just assuming it to be the case.
2: Mm. No, that that sounds good. That's... it. Here's the, real quick. I I agree with your 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 point. You essentially said that you think that Eita would be a, more of an end game character. One hundred percent. I've always thought to myself, the cold thing is for right now, Eita and Damon there for a little bit later. Now, obviously, Cold might use Eita and Damon in some assistant ass, assistant ways or so. We did see Cold actually pull Damon through one of the claw marks, and of course, absolutely destroy Kawaki. But one hundred percent, Eita and Damon they seem like more of a later type of big boss characters my original thought was that i think that eda probably knows almost everything there is to know about cold and it's not going to be everything the reason why is because of her clairvoyant abilities her clairvoyant abilities essentially gives her the ability to see damn near every single time that cold actually has fought before in the past so because of that i just have to think that you know it's possible that she knows a lot about what Cold can actually do but of course here's the thing Code probably understands that it's a possibility that Ida may actually come back. Remind you, Code was the person to actually free Ida, so it wouldn't necessarily be too far fetched to think that Code probably shielded some of his actual training or him actually getting better away from clairvoyant abilities. We've seen multiple things in Boruto so that can actually block clairvoyant abilities. We've seen bombs, we've seen rooms, we've seen multiple other things like that, and I think it's possible that Code did some things, and of course, in secretive that. Eden may not actually know about, but for the most part, I think that Eda probably knows a lot of what he can do, but not everything. One hundred percent.
0: It seemed like Cole really didn't know anything about the the cyborgs that he was letting loose. He just knew that there was cyborgs out there that was pretty strong, and he went to release them because <clears throat> he had to get re- he had to get uh, put on game about Ada's abilities and and Damon's abilities. He didn't or off the back notice she had clarifying oh, yeah, abilities, true. you know what I'm saying? So I don't mm-hmm. really see him hiding himself, his training, or anything like that from her. Now, on that instance, the only way that I can see like Ada didn't see what Cole was doing or like uh what Cole was like before he got his limiters removed, is if Coda uh, sorry, if Ada was born after the fact. You know, like if um if he got his limiters placed on him and then Ada was born after that, you know? Because she can't see anything before her birth and uh, anything after, like be- anything in the future. So anything before her birth, anything in the future. She can see in real time and she can see anything in the past going back to the date of her birth. So <clears throat> the only way that he can like hide himself for that if, if he was born before she was actually, I mean, if she he got his limiters placed on before she was actually born. That's the
1: only way I can see around that. Nah, so that, that really goes back to the to the magic system. You got a hard magic system versus a soft magic system. That's just a writing term. We don't really need to get into that. But essentially what's been established throughout the series and what needs to hold consistent is that every ability has a weakness or every jutsu has a weakness. Itachi says that it holds to be true up to now. Even Edo Tensei, seemingly the the most impenetrable jutsu, Itachi was the weakness. So the writers are going to make a weakness. It just depends on if it seems consistent with the rest of the weaknesses presented for each ability throughout the show, or if it's going to be different in some way that it feels weird, or like a deuce ex machina, if you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. No, I've never seen it.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I disagree blindly. Oh, I'm sorry, I was reading a super chat. We got a super chat from Darren of uh, Vard... 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 I'm not even gonna like Spartanian? kill myself. I'm not even gonna kill myself trying to say that. Thank you for the super chat, bro. The twenty dollar donation, really appreciate it. He says the wrong. He says wrong. The key to beating Damon' ability is using a Jutsu that you can hurt yourself with at full power, like Boros viruses. And if it's in the air, doesn't matter. If you're under her spell, she'll be immobilized. Mm. I get what he's trying to say there. Um, I think it was kind of worded a little bit weird. Uh, So he's talking about Ada's spell, like it doesn't matter if you're under her spell, she will be immobilized if the um, virus is in the air, I'm guessing that's what he's saying. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. that sounds likely, but don't the intent have to be placed on Damon for it to reflect back to you, though?
1: So they obviously have two different abilities, so I think he's sort of mixing those up, sort of saying they have the same ability in a way. It would definitely work for Ada, don't get me wrong, or at least the way we understand her abilities as of now. Again, Ada could just be lying about her abilities. We don't know exactly how they work. Uh, on the other hand, I think that Damon's ability works differently from how he's thinking. So Damon doesn't have to be aware of his ability, and it's always on. It's a passive ability. As far as we know, it's it's not even based on chakra. It's based on the laws of physics, because you can't hurt him. I'll, intent gets reflected so it's not the attacks it's the intent so for example when we first see his introduction we see some guy some, some guards get ready to attack him without actually going for the attack the attack gets mm-hmm. placed on them so the attack gets placed on them before they even initiate the attack in the first place so if you aim a gun at damon and you think you're going to shoot him before you shoot him you're going to get shot
2: this is true which is why we kind of thought indirect attacks would probably work against a character like Damon. But as you said, I mean, the intent definitely matters. So if you don't necessarily intend to actually you know, like hurt Damon, it, it likely it probably wouldn't happen. The thing is, I have an idea that it might be two separate things or two separate abilities that Damon has. Because, you know, with the intent thing, people always bring up the fact that Kawaki didn't necessarily intend on hurting Damon. No, but of that course, that ability thing. got reflected. I thought Damian could possibly have two abilities where he could actually reflect the intent, but also his last line of defense, he's gonna always reflect anything that actually does touch him. Similar to like a Gara type of situation where he had the ability to actually you know, block things with this sand, which wasn't necessarily his ability, it's just like something placed onto him by the the prior Kage, of course his father Rasa. I and then all, and then also he, Gaara also had the 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 thing where there was like a sand shell around him where it's like the the shell kind of protected them, and those are like two separate abilities. This right here may be like the same thing, where it's like two separate abilities. Uh, and they kind of work together in the same kind of way.
1: Yeah, so basically, there's this term in debate structure called the no-limits fallacy. And so you can't say that the ability is is just infinite power that it can overcome literally anything because it just it just doesn't make sense from a logic standpoint so there has to be written in some kind of weakness that that holds consistent throughout the series uh, again we just don't know what it is yet at the same time it, it's it's basically like an op uh, infinite yadamir that you can't even see so, <laughs> it seems like up to this point in the series, they need some sort of other way to overcome it. Because if it's conceptual rather than a physical thing, Genjutsu isn't going to work. People say that a lot. Mm-hmm. If Sasuke tries to use Genjutsu on Damon, what's going to happen is, because all Genjutsu is, is concentration of traka in the eyes that gets sent to the other person. So, it's basically like a key blast that you can't see from your eyes. Imagine Delta's beam, but... That's Genjutsu, but you can't see it. So when it hits the person, it just disrupts their chakra network, which puts them in the Genjutsu. So Mm -hmm. because Genjutsu is technically a physical attack that you can't see, Sasuke tries to do Genjutsu on Daemon, Sasuke is just going to fall under the Genjutsu himself, and Daemon's going to be just fine.
0: Isn't isn't he susceptible against Genjutsu? I mean, I guess if it's his own... How do you get put under your own Genjutsu? I, I don't know. Like Sasuke, he seems like he's more talented than that.
2: Well I don't I'm not sure if Genjutsu would be able to be reflected. But I I get the idea. By the way, what 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 um, what Darren Vartanian said a little bit earlier, that, that that right there could possibly be a good counter to Damon's abilities. For example, setting up the virus with Boro, with Boro's ability. Boro himself will never really get affected by, by the virus because he has like antibodies to the virus. But hypothetically if Damon is still like in the area Damon might still like be a little bit affected by the virus because he himself doesn't necessarily have the antibodies. It's not necessarily like confirmed that you know Damon's like completely impenetrable to everything. We've seen physical attacks be reflected, but not necessarily everything. So mm, I, that, I get that's what a good you're saying
0: idea. now. Like the virus isn't a physical attack, so it should, in sense, work on him because you're not trying to like the you're not physically harming him. Is what is the viruses that are. I
1: I do like the virus answer. It seems more like a Mm -hmm. long term effect. Sort of how they defeated Urashiki, of it being sort of a time manipulation thing of poison. Right. It was kind of weird, but the, the only problem I think with that is we've seen that area of effect attacks don't have any impact on him. In the two chapters ago, Kawaki did an area of effect explosion. But Damon wasn't affected at all. It was all Kawaki. In fact, it wasn't even code. If it was area of effect, code would have at least been affected, even if Damon wasn't. But because it was only applied to Kawaki, that proves that it's literally a reflection of the attack onto the user rather than sort of a shield, if that makes sense. So it is, it is conceptual. Mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. I completely get one of the other things that I kind of thought in regards to Damon's weaknesses would probably be like a time interval thing. I kind of talked about this before in a pod, but it'll essentially be like similar to the pain thing where we kind of thought that pain's almighty push was like the end all be all, like the greatest offense of all time. Mm-hmm. But later we found out there was like a five second interval where we had to, you know, like, a cool we period. had to attack pain. Yeah, there's a cooldown period. Now, no one has really attacked Damon like in consecutive attacks to right. kind of test that. I think that right there could definitely be a reason why why no one really tried to test it. They probably are trying to hold that until a little bit later on. That's definitely one way. Another one I kind of thought there might be like an overheating thing with Damon. Like hypothetically, and of course this right here is like like very small. I'm not even sure if Damon would even try to, to try to reflect this if he even has the option to turn it off. But Hypothetically, if you throw like a kunai at Damon, you see what I'm saying. Even if that gets reflected to you, it wouldn't necessarily be be much. But let's say you throw a thousand kunai at Damon, and it wouldn't necessarily be that crazy. Like hypothetically, if it's like a Sasuke or Naruto that's throwing a thousand kunai at him, throw one kunai, have Naruto do the multiple uh the the shadow clone jutsu on the kunai, and of course have that multiplied until a thousand. Similar to kind of what he did to Momoshiki, but that was the other thing the demon and shuriken but have that it might be a certain situation where he might actually overheat the scientific technology in his body may actually overheat similar to what we did actually get to see with koagi but of course that was a little bit different man, because he did have a carbon seal but similar to what we do get to see with a lot of cyborgs and of course regular machinery technology does overheat and of course i think it's possible that we do see something like that in the future that's of course, if he has the option to turn it off and turn it back on, because and I, he could probably easily block something like that.
0: You know, uh, crud sees in the chat. Uh, he said something. It caught my eye real quick. He said they did show Damon sleeping for multiple chapters, so he may need to recharge his abilities to reflect so it's possible that he has an infinite amount of how many times he can reflect attacks.
1: Going back yeah, to I what 100%, you said. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. If I was the writers, the way I would write Damon's weakness into his ability is that it has something to do with time, whether it's a time interval like Pain's ability, or whether it's a time limit like Obito's uh, Kamui, or if it's uh, like he's saying, like an overheating thing, or even a it it, tur- it puts him to sleep. He has to sort of recharge it because it takes a lot of power to perform the ability. The only other answer would be it'd be similar to Ada's thing where. Otsutskis just don't, it, it just doesn't apply to Otsutskis for whatever reason. Mm. Ada's ability is weird on that instance. So you could argue it, it would be the same for Damon. There's nothing to prove it, say, but you can make the induction nonetheless. Yeah, you
0: can make the argument. I, I like
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, one I, of the questions I, I did... well, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to
2: ask one question. I want to ask about Damon. We, you know, we haven't necessarily seen him legitimately fight against another, you know, worthy opponent like we did see him, of course, destroy some a couple of guards and stuff like that. But in regards to his Taijutsu, how, how fast and strong do you guys think he is?
0: Do you think that he has any Taijutsu ability at all? Like he doesn't seem like he's we been did.
2: We, seen we did see him. We see him destroy some guards, but I'm not sure. We can't really put that much stock into it. Like, let's keep it thousand coins. But Homo the guards
0: was pretty much just getting their attacks reflected. They was just pretty, show, pretty much showcasing Damon's abilities with those guards. They all took. There to one, the face.
2: There is one. There was one guard. He kind of kicked in the neck, I believe. I don't remember. He that. did kind of jump on cold.
0: I, I would have to read that again. Oh, you said he did yeah, jump on yeah. cold? So like he has? Yeah, he's, he, he's athletic. I guess yeah. if you want to give him that. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah that but yeah i'll, I'll try to find where to find a chapter where he jumped on a guard but yeah he well not jumped on the guard he kind of kicked the guard but i was kind of thinking it's possible that david might be a character and we've never really had a character like this but he might be a character where he can legit you can make it you can make a legitimate case that he can defeat a naruto a sasuke or kawaki in his second stage of the Carmen seal version 3 or v3 of the karmic seal But he could also possibly lose to a character like Sard if he's legitimately vulnerable to Genjutsu. Like it's that crazy with Damon. So Mm -hmm. I think Taijutsu would be a very good indicator, of course, where to put him. Hypothetically, he has a Taijutsu ability of like a. actual sard or even let's even bump him up to let's say a uh, let, let, let's say like um a set a seventy year old broccoli or something like that even just that taijutsu ability or possibly even like at, at like a mo- base moment she can speed
0: yo that right there if, would
2: possibly humanize him a little bit more
0: what if sorry to cut you off bar what if that's his weakness yeah. and it's taijutsu like that's not a weapon or anything. You just punch him. So like, if what if you, what if you punch him and it actually sticks? <laughs> like, do you see a punch being reflected on somebody where they get punched in the face back? I mean, I I know it's like super possible, but like, what if that's his actual weakness? Like, it's actually just Taijutsu. It's like it's just one of the like weakest weaknesses you can ever think of in your life. But it's actually funny as hell.
2: Well, well what Udi was talking about, like if he's genuinely deficient in Taijutsu, he could reflect just the intent. So mm-hmm. I. Like, even before you actually get punched, you feel me? Like, you might even catch your own punch in the face before you even try to throw it. So I I
0: want to see that. Yeah,
2: so I think there's a very good chance that he could reflect Taijutsu. But if he can't, I mean, that's that's one of the biggest weaknesses and one of the biggest plot plot points that we have yet to see.
0: I I want to see them reflect the punch, bro. I want to see it happen. That's going to be the funniest panel in the whole
1: manga to me. I just want to see how they do it. Yo, if if they're doing that, they need to bring Lee in there. Give him some hard work thing to do. He, he'll he take his own punches, and he'll he'll throw the punches no matter what. I, that'd be the best chapter right there of the year.
0: Or like how you guys oh, said, absolutely. like, also, like, if they, like, just throwing Kunai, but they're not, like, uh, throwing, like, life-threatening or, like, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the part? Lethal. Like, lethal. Yeah, they're not throwing, like, lethal blows and stuff like that. It's just, like, hitting them in the arms and shit. They... You know, pretty much immune to that. They can handle pain. So if that's the only thing that he's reflecting, it's a punch or something like that. This it's not really gonna hurt him.
2: Yeah. One of the things that I was really questioning about Damon's abilities, is it a certain situation where the actual it doesn't necessarily matter about the actual weapon, just the pain and the actual impact that you you know your attack that you were essentially intending to hit Damon with is is that just going to hit you? Like for example, If Sasuke has a Susanoo out and he throws a Kunai at Damon, does the Kunai then hit the Susanoo or does the Kunai hit Sasuke or the the impact of the Kunai? See, that's
0: an interesting question because, like, when the guards throw the axe, you don't see the axe flying back to them. You just see the axe in the dude's skull. Yeah. You know? Like, it just appeared there. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. That's an it might interesting just be question. a
1: mm-hmm. manga thing because obviously they're it's limited in the panels, right? That's that's, yeah. true. that's mm-hmm. true,
0: that's true. But um, I think they would have just showed, gave us an extra panel of that whatever that weapon going back, or like we seen it being reflected back, just to give us an idea of what his abilities does. Because it just like I said, it just appeared in his head. Like he didn't have a chance to like duck, dodge, anything like that. So unless that's just come like the speed of light or something like that.
1: No, I fully it, agree. I think that is how the ability works. It doesn't reflect the attack. It just puts it onto the user automatically. Like his so
3: belt,
1: it's, it, it, belt. Basically flying Thunder Gods, the ability onto the user.
0: <laughs> That's the best like description I've heard in a while. And I have one question, though, that um, I wonder if you guys can answer. Where the hell is Mellow? What Yo, you know? you know, I'm glad you said that. Hold up, hold up. Yo, got, Melo has, has said one word this whole podcast, bro. I Melo, swear, to God. I got, I got a been some seamless awesome, introduction awesome, dialogue going on here. I have not heard Melo no, in the last 34 minutes.
4: <laughs> you know something funny? Um, just listening to you guys, I came up with like this bomb ass um Damon theory just now. Like, I kind of just blew my own mind. But um, while I was listening to you, I was kind of formulating the, the theory. But um, you yeah. you you know what I kind of thought to myself. If don't you,
2: honestly, don't if we, time we time. don't actually get Mellow involved into the actual conversation, okay, okay. he <laughs> may actually sit on a Discord, absorb all the information, and make a video. And think- <laughs> And then make, like, 10 videos in, like, a week plus two more streams of the information that we give it. <laughs> yeah. He's just sitting and, there and soaking not, it up. Yeah, and, and it won't even be just the, just the flat information that we given. He'll tell you what we said, and then he'll be like, nah, nah, nah. Here's why this is wrong. Yeah. He, even, he won't even put names in
4: <laughs> it. Hey, Humella, we on to you, partner. We on I, to you. <laughs> I think I figured out. I'm just going to say that. Go for it! But,
0: oh, oh, you don't want to, you don't uh, want to uh, reveal your video. Saving That's it not. for a video. Yeah.
1: I feel it. it. The details.
4: Need to parse out the details. But... I see. Hey, yo, it.
1: yo, yo, Melo, I got a question for you. So, Maybe. so earlier, uh, barra said something interesting. Going based off of Damon's speed. First of all, my first question is, how fast do you think Damon is? Personally, I think we've seen abilities apply to him, such as when Code put his claw marks on the Damon, and then we see Damon react after that. He's like, "Oh, what happened?" Or when when Damon's asleep, he gets attacked. Then he's waking up. He's like, "Oh, where am I? What is this? Code, you want me to destroy these people real quick?" Uh, so I don't think Damon is that fast. My first question is, how fast do you think he is? I don't think he's going to speed blitz any characters. He's probably keeping up with Boruto, Kawaki, maybe not, uh, maybe not Naruto or or Code. Uh, but then that's my first question. My second question: uh, Bara Bara mentioned that uh, Sarada could probably put Damon under Genjutsu, and if Sarada could do that, I wonder what Kawaki could do to Damon. Melo, any thoughts on that?
4: so I see you're to... <laughs> you are not you are transparent not. at all okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right um so man yo I, I i don't think he's fast at all i think something else is happening which i will do in this video but i don't think it's a speed thing um and yeah i agree with you i don't think it's a speed thing um so I, that's the first I question. I'm not, I'm not not touching you. the starter. I'm Sorry, I know you're trying to do that.
2: Um, <laughs> yo, yo, Melo, your mic already... a little bit staticky. Reminds me of OG
4: days. Yeah, a little bit. That's uh, an understatement. Me... Well, yeah, you, you I, well, guys continue. Let me see while
0: that. While he's getting that fixed, can I just ask you guys? Did y'all forget that Melo was even on the pod? Because nobody asked Mellow a question. Nobody said, "Yo, Mellow, what you think." I had to be like, "Yo, nah. w- w- what's up?" When my, my boy Mello at before everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Mello is on the pod." But
2: it's, no, it's not the Mellow show. This is this is episode. This is facts, and, oh, well, and
4: I, I, I just that, have Mello. to attest. Okay, facts.
2: I've been through certain situations where a game just comes out, and I don't have to, I can't talk to nobody. And also, conversely, I've been in situations where the Miami Heat on Miami Heat game on, and Mello and um who 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 else is? Oh, Mello and T. Bry. It turns into their podcast, so of course, if we got if carry, we got carry. Got you gotta respect my god, Mellow.
1: <laughs> oh, he over here playing WWE. I say, let him do his thing. He's
4: focused. That's because my um, and trust me, you'll know what my PlayStation's on because you would hear it through my mic. But I cut it off in the podcast, so
2: been listening. It's been listening. That's... Definitely, that's... definitely. But. I was just saying, you what know, the Damon thing as as Melo was saying, the speed thing is going to be the biggest part because if Damon doesn't have the speed element, of course, that brings not not only Damon's like power scaling down but potentially even Eda because again, we have never really seen Eda fight that much and of course we this, this essentially past 20 minutes been a Damon conversation tiny bit of Eda sprinkled in but of course we got we definitely have to see what Ida does against a character like delta who already has the established cachet we know for a fact that she's fast we know for a fact that she's strong physically now it's all about what is you know how is Ida going to match her in the next chapter and of course if that even comes to pass because we all know like damon's right around the corner
1: yeah, that's a good point. We also got other characters around the corner. We got Naruto, Sasuke. They know about it. Boruto seemingly on the way to the scene. Kawaki's still, Kawaki's still knocked out, but they say he's healed, so the writers could bring him in whenever they feel like it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's coming towards the end of the fight. Uh, and that's that's basically that. Uh, I got one other counter to Damon's ability. Assuming hmm. it's based off of intent rather than the physical attack itself, you just have an Ultra Instinct type of situation and then that would just be able to land blows on Damon. So for example, Baryon mode, uh Kurama says that Naruto has the clearest mind. Obviously he can't do that again, but if you apply that concept, maybe you can come up with some new ability. Naruto has some sort of new Sage mode, we could get something there. It it could go with nature Ooh, and then Ultra it's a natural flow thing. Sage
0: mode, I like that. form right UI Shaggy. That would be so OP, bro. Ugh.
2: I have to. I have to step up for the Dragon Ball Super fans out there. I, I'm sorry, we cannot do that. <laughs> we cannot do that. What you Boruto you? has? No, no, no I'm talking. No, no, no. I, I see. I've seen that part, but I'm just saying Boruto has already. You feel me, come to a lot of slander? If they copy Ultra Instinct, oh my, we would never hear the end of it, bro. Uh, we would say no, never go hear it. Or
0: however you say it? The, the uh, <laughs> yeah, fact absent-mindedness or whatever.
2: Yo, but that makes but,
0: sense though, because there's no intent into your attacks, though. Like, I mean, like all no. jokes aside, there is no intent to your attacks if, you, like, you free you clear your mind and you're fighting with no like actual uh, intent to physically harm him or anything like that. Like, you just letting everything flow.
2: No, one hundred percent. I mean, plot wise, I I could definitely see how that would def. Mitachiro I could definitely see how that would work. No, plot-wise, I could definitely see how it would work. But I just think, optic-wise, for the fans, it probably wouldn't necessarily be the best thing. But if there were a character that actually do something like that, I think it probably would be a character like Naruto because he did something like that already. Hypothetically, though, because I mean, we all think Boruto in the future is probably going to learn that. and I mean, Boruto in the future is probably going to be the big dog and, of course, also Kawaki. Do y'all think Boruto could possibly learn that? Or, or Kawaki?
0: What? Migate no Gokui? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: It could be linked to the Jogon. We still don't know much about oh, it. We know it can be, see negative that'd intent. That would be uh, so cold. And, and Seemingly, it's an Otsutsuki thing, obviously, and it can interact with Otsutsuki things. We see that Boruto can visually see where Urushiki's going to teleport before he does it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that says that the portal is negative intent or if that's a separate ability, Mm-mm. or likely mm-hmm. a separate ability. So I'd be more interested to see it, where where that's going to lead to. How do you like, like,
0: from a um a writer's perspective, like, you know, we got two different um platforms per se. We have the manga and then we have the anime. How do you like how they like allude to the uh, manga and allude to the anime and vice versa?
1: Right. So obviously they're able to flesh things out more in the anime, and I'm about to come at you with a hot take. So 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 make sure you're sitting down for this one. I think this latest arc we'll the with the. the be kind of
0: counterproductive.
1: <laughs> this latest arc with the introducing Kawaki all the way up to Ishiki's defeat, I think that's the most rushed arc in terms of the anime in the entire Naruto series. Wait, mm-hmm. you that one more time? I'm sorry. Say that one more time. I, mm-hmm. I think the pacing of where Kawaki's introduced up to Ishiki's defeat is the fastest paced. It's the most rushed arc in the entire series the Kawaki, Boruto, arc? and Naruto. Yeah. Kawaki. Mm. So you don't you don't feel like it took
0: long like cause, like if you ask like um you know the common fans they're going to say that it took a long time for the anime to actually introduce Kawaki. So you're saying like the anime and the manga or just like the manga.
2: No, no. What, what he's what he means is the actual arc itself, not the actual build up to the mm-hmm. arc, but the arc itself. Like I, I 100% agree. Mm. And I I, yeah, I, can agree I even made this point when it, when it was actually happening, how there were 30 chapters that were adapted at that, given, at that given time. There was 30 chapters being adapted in 30 episodes, which is absolutely insane. No one really thought it would be like that. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, it wasn't necessarily an episode every chapter. But even in some of the episodes specifically, there were one episode adapting like two, three chapters at a time. And we thought that would possibly be impossible. And I've always came up with this you know, theory, of course, tinfoil hat theory. Shout out to my guy uh-huh. Big Mel. We both have these things. But <laughs> I kind of thought it was a situation where they were kind of rushing through the Kodachi content because mm-hmm. some people might not be completely familiar with the situation. The prior writer of the, <laughs> the Boruto manga, he, he, of course, 100%. The prior writer of the Boruto manga, he was fired or he was let go, relieved of his duties or whatever. Masashi Kishimoto took this, back over this, the this original be, work.
0: Just keep it a buck. He was mm-hmm. like,
2: Let's just keep it all right. He was fired and his work <laughs> Let's just keep it and, 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 and be his political and it just be seemed beaten. like the yeah, fact, but it just seemed like the anime was trying to rush through what he was doing and trying to get to the massage Kishimoto content. And I don't know if that was the case, but I, I, I 100% gotta agree, it definitely felt extremely rushed for it to be the most rushed arc. In the whole north north of series i don't i i can't necessarily completely disagree with that i mean thinking back i mean we've never really seen anything like this in regards to actual pages to anime episodes ratio it was absolutely insane
0: i mean just to keep it just if you want to look at it in a real world perspective like i think your theory has to be the most um logical theory on why they rushed through it honestly because if you like you, you know the Japanese bro they big on their respect bro like there's you 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 yep. can't run around just disrespecting people in Japan bro like they they real big on that so that was one that was the reason why they said that he was fired so I'm pretty sure that they you know they try to rush through his art just to get it over with just because of who he was and stuff like that I don't know what he did exactly but I just heard it was something about him disrespecting somebody.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. The um, only other arc I think is paced bad actually isn't the war arc. I think that's fine. The other arc would be in Shippuden, would be the uh the Heaton arc, the Kakuzu and on arc, and the reason hmm. for that again it comes back to a real life example of during that time, Kishimoto got sick towards towards the towards the climax of that arc, and so what he had to do is he decided not to go on break, but instead. He wrote the chapters in his hospital bed as he was recovering. Yeah, for real? And so, seemingly, I don't, I don't know the details. From what I can tell, he he was "quote unquote" sick or whatever because he was overworking himself. Mm. So that, that's, that's kind running. of ironic, right there. Uh, but that's <laughs> a kept on that's, that's a whole other issue. Keep I will going. say shout out darren once again with the five dollar super chat uh, i don't know if uh, oh, thank skin, you for doing you my job for me bro yeah go ahead no go ahead go ahead this right. guy so about to darren, take our
0: podcast away from us my, bro go ahead my guy darren out
1: here twenty dollars earlier five dollars now with a green super chat here's what he says he says i love you guys so much he says go add his his manga Pixel Face spelled with a three rather than an e. He's making that as an original manga. He'd love your guys' impact or, or input on the story. It's in a black manga. Artist unite! Yeah, you said black manga Artist unite. No, no yeah, it. yeah, big One hundred percent.
2: We gotta support our brother. We definitely check it out. Check out. Uh, check it out.
0: Everybody go check out Pixel Face. Uh, you know, with a three instead of the the e, like my boy Wood said. I'm gonna definitely check yep. that out. What I wonder what it's about though. Like, if you're still in the chat, give us a brief description about what it's about, and definitely check it out.
1: Well, probably the tell us where donation. to find it because if you look up Pixel Face, it goes to something that I think isn't that. Yeah, drop a link. Drop a link in the uh, in a chat.
0: I'll most likely see it, and we'll go ahead and check it out. I have a hey, Moz if, if you if he dropped the chapter in the um or he dropped the description or link in the chat. Go ahead and uh, share that for us so we can see it, or yeah. shoot it to me on Discord
2: definitely and well and we'll also, also we'll get into the creation of manga and stuff like that a little bit later manga god uri knows a little bit about that whoa whoa whoa,
0: whoa whoa we said we're going into the creation of manga oh i'm here for it. I like you nah, have to yeah, a just, a little bit,
2: just a little bit but what an, another arc that I didn't necessarily like specifically regarding to board and regarding the pacing had to be, I'm not sure if you actually did watch this, but it was the, the Mitsuki Retrieval Arc. Officially, to name something else, I told Freegame a little bit earlier, I'm not necessarily too familiar with all the titles, but the Mitsuki Retrieval nah, Arc nah, nah. Like was a... I said,
0: what's the name of this <laughs> recent arc that we're on currently? He said, I have no idea. I'm like, how are you covering <laughs> I, this stuff? You have no idea what it's called. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's still- hey, you want to ask me what happens two episodes from now? I want to ask me who's going to be animating it. I could tell you. I can't tell you the title of it. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but yeah, oh, so man. the meetsy Retrieval arc, that arc in itself, I thought it was like a very slow paced arc. During the actual, it, it, it kind of even mimics a little bit this current arc where it starts off. We don't necessarily think it's gonna be that crazy, you think? But then again, it turns into like a 25 episode arc where a lot of the fighting was really just you know, condensed into like the last five episodes or the last six episodes of the arc. That I, I'm not. I've always thought that that arc right there was was timed poorly, just because it wasn't necessarily a lot of action all throughout and not a lot of anticipation, and of course nervousness all throughout the arc I, I thought it could have been done a lot better and it, fans even thought that as well but going back and actually re-watching it if you could like run through 20 episodes straight in about two three days the arc is good but every week it was it seemed a little bit drawn out
1: i get to what you're saying there i really don't like that argument because it seems like you're trying to justify pacing and people are Doing that with this current arc, they're saying, "All right, it's boring week to week, but if you wait and then watch it all in one go, it's probably going to be more interesting." I disagree mm-hmm. because it's not the wait that's killing it; it's the pacing. It's going to have the same pacing whether there's a wait in between or not. It's just if there's a wait in between, you have more time to absorb the information in a way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like that explanation. My point has always been because I watched Naruto. Pretty much all throughout, in regards to like, I watched, I finished Naruto like the whole thing. When the damn, the whole thing was over. The last episodes that I did actually watch was like the final like twenty episodes, and everybody didn't necessarily like those. Those were the ones that I did watch week to week. So I kind of thought it was a little bit normal, like speed speeding through and watching a whole arc, like like just in one or two goes or something like that. But so that right there probably felt a little bit more home to me. But I definitely understand where you come from, where it's like, of course. You know, I, for me, it'll probably feel a lot more normal watching it run through. But obviously, there was a dilemma in regards to the overall timing. Of course, reading it, watching it through one time, watching it episode by episode, week week by week, there's still that timing issue that's still in there. But of course, you know, comfortability is like a person to person. But of course, writing, I think there's still a fundamental problem with the arc.
1: Okay, so. If I were to break that down, I'd have to get into what pacing is. And pacing is not the length of a of a of a series, for example. So, Naruto mm-hmm. is like 700 episodes. You don't take the pacing of Naruto in total. You take the pacing of each arc. So, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to do with with the length of the arc. Rather, it has to do with when things happen. And these are uh, the the important plot beats that radically fundamentally shift the story into a new direction or continue the story and so why this matters is just as an example on tv shows you have hour-long tv shows you got the walking dead it's consistently it has five commercial breaks that's because the walking dead follows a five act structure with every episode so each commercial break separates it into a new act so you have act one commercial break act two commercial break and so on and so that follows a very consistent structure where there's a new act every about 20 minutes or, or every 10 minutes or so. So when you have an anime arc that's separated into episodes, it's different because it doesn't necessarily have to follow the same pacing rules. And so you can have certain uh, certain acts. So as, as you learn in school, act two is the longest act. You can have in Boruto, you can have act one or act three be the longest act. Look at the war arc. It's absolutely ridiculous, the pacing. Um, but- it's really you have to have consistent pacing in order to have a show that you can watch actively rather than passively
2: now a question i definitely did want to ask you regarding pacing how do you feel about the manga's pacing
1: Mm. so it is slow because we're used to naruto if we weren't if we didn't have naruto how would we look at the the pacing now first of all i agree from a realistic perspective Ishimoto should not have done his manga weekly. It turned out great. We had shorter chapters, but they came out weekly, so in overall, we got like twice the amount of content. It literally killed him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we, it, it, yeah. again, sent him to the hospital. He wasn't even halfway done with Shippuden. You can't do that to people. And so, I think, from an ethical perspective, yeah, it should be monthly. And that over-overwrites whether I actually think, in-universe, whether the pacing should be increased or decreased. I think what the author is doing, he's doing a good job of leaving it open for the anime. He's leaving it broad enough for the anime to take things over. For example, the latest chapter, we get Sasuke's-Sasuke back. We get, like, three or four panels or whatever of Sasuke explaining where he was, and that's good. Not from a manga's perspective. He didn't have to do that. I think that was solely added in so that we could get a whole five to nine episode anime arc of that. I think it's going to be yeah, fire. We get a Sasuke, go and land a snow.
2: yo yeah, 100%. I, I really do wish they they add that. Imagine if they don't and they, they do it sort of like the Kodachi thing. I'd be so pissed. But, but 100%, the manga is a little bit slow. In regards to actual content, though, month by month, some people believe it's a, it's a little bit fast. Fast, But even still, we always have the, the debate. Should it go back to weekly or should it go, you know, bi-monthly or bi-weekly, two, two times a month? I've always thought the simple... Answer for me was just hire more people to actually work on the manga. You know, you look at other mangas out there, and let me know if I'm just completely oversimplifying this, but you look at other manga like My Hair Academia, or you look at other manga like One Piece, you look at, you know, various other top tier mangas, they produce elite content like week by week, every single week, and looking at boards, so it just seems like they could potentially do a little bit more if they hired more people.
1: All right. So, This is, I'm going to introduce context, and I promise it's going to relate back to this. So, I took AP US history in high school. (laughs) And in this class, they go into depth of why Rome fell. And in layman terms, Rome got too big. There's too many people, there's too many different individual minds trying to throw in their opinions. So you can easily do that with a series. The more people you add, the more exponentially likely it is for, some, for a product or for anything to fail. And so ball. specifically yeah, how it. this relates is I'm a producer. Rather than a screenwriter, I'd, I'd say my main role is as a producer in the things that I work on. And <clears> 90% <throat> of a producer's job is realistically to find the right people. Oh, it's very easy to find people. It could be the cheapest people. It could be the, the people with the best work. You need to factor in all of the things. How easy are they to work with? How quickly can they deliver the products? And so you have to sort of formulate a pipeline using the, the your star-studded crew here to produce the best product. And that's how you get products that they may not have the most quantity, but the quality is as high as it can be in terms of uh, ethics, first of all, but also in terms of efficiency.
2: No, I Definitely. Agree I, with that. I, 100%. I mean, when it comes to, of course, formulating an actual team, it's very difficult to actually get the right people, of course, as you said, to work with, but also have the same drive as you, and we understand Masajiki Shimoda, as same you were just pointing out. That too, well. <laughs> yeah, that too, but the, the drive too with massage kishimoto i know it has to be difficult for him because it, as you said he was in a hospital bed still trying to try, still trying to work on a manga and that right there is essentially what put him in the hospital bed so i definitely understand that from kishimoto's point of view but i've just always thought i mean i don't know naruto's been around for well, what what are we at now what 10 12 years i might be completely wrong Some people might actually hate me for not actually knowing that but sorry i got into naruto a little bit late but I've always thought maybe he'd have something, someone to kind of work with him and to kind of aid him. And he, maybe if it's not actually adding input into what the actual plot is going to be about, maybe it's just, let's say, getting multiple artists to actually draw the manga panels. You see what I'm saying? Maybe Masashi Kishimoto can't think of the actual plot as quickly as, let's say, he has to release it in month by month. But... I think the production of it should have 100% been handled. Massage Mode was essentially in the trenches. I call, you know, when I'm working, I call my, my setup, the the bar Um, what what did I call it again? I forgot what it's was called. There I go, the Barbie sweatshop. I, how do you, <laughs> you,
0: you forget the name of your facility, bro? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I forgot.
2: I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. But the Barbie sweatshop. Masachi Kishimoto, he'd been, a, he been a, in, a, in a Kishimoto sweatshop for a very long time. I just thought he could definitely use some help, of course, you know, getting the production out.
1: If someone throw this man Barra behind bars. <laughs> 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 okay. My thoughts on that are basically, I do agree, Kishimoto can't think of the plot fast enough, but that doesn't necessarily lead to pacing issues, it leads to other issues in the story. So Mm -hmm. when you look at the latest chapter, for example, first 20 or so pages are redundant they're repeated information essentially to let the characters know what we already know but there's no point in doing that because you could just assume the characters already know it so unless it becomes relevant later on to where certain characters know certain things there's absolutely no point in this why this doesn't ruin the pacing but rather the story is this takes time away from the story that you could be telling otherwise and so the story you could be telling otherwise in latest chapter the last 20 pages you could be setting up better it is Reveal you could be setting up uh, the uh, the uh, what Delta what, what what they call her like not 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 it Bronco. was like Bronco? Bartholomew or something what was it Bronco Bronco, Bronco. What? What? what he said
3: Bartholomew He's can yo Udi wow
1: yo okay so my yeah. point is they need to focus on the actual A plot of this arc rather than have a redundant B arc that just repeats information because it's all about what the audience knows rather than what the characters know. That screenwriting term called uh, it's it's Hitchcock's bomb under the table. So say there's a scene and you have two characters talking and there's a bomb underneath the table. The characters know this or not. Either way, the audience has to know this. But if the Mm -hmm. characters know this, this sets up two entirely different scenes. So why this applies here, the audience already knows this, and they're going out of their way to make the characters know this. However, it's not setting up any different scene, thus making it redundant.
2: Yeah, I completely understand, 100%. I think they could definitely get better at at that a little bit more. And I'm not going to lie, this hasn't just been me. Some people have actually been saying that Masashi Kishimoto been falling off a little bit. Of course, Boruto was still an A tier series in my personal opinion, but he was writing some absolute liquid gold back in back in Naruto Shippu. And I think it's a little bit compounded by, you know, the juxtaposition of seeing Kodachi writing the Boruto manga, but also seeing Masashi Kishimoto writing the Boruto manga. We were just talking about the manga seems a little bit slow paced. Kodachi, when he was writing, it seemed like there was something new every single month. But with Kodachi, it's more of like, he he wants to explain a little bit more. Like, for example, in the last couple of chapters, well, in the last chapter, we've seen Sard and Mitsuki just, you know, chopping up with Boruto. Kodachi would have damn near never included something like that if we we're actually in the trenches of an arc similar to what we are in now.
1: This is what but I think I, the problem is. Oh, sorry, you go gotta go ahead, finish it. No, thing. No,
2: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go
1: ahead, go ahead problem is I ask it
2: after this. All right.
1: The problem is that it 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 is longer because it's a monthly mo- well okay, let me reiterate. It's a monthly manga which in turn allows it to be longer. However, they're going with the pace of the shorter series because that's what they're used to so they mm-hmm. are getting the same story of the 12 13 episode weekly chapters in a monthly manga because pacing follows story beats certain story beats that progress the story forward from act one into act two from act two to the midpoint the midpoint to act three so say we're getting on average one plot point per chapter that's fine when you have a weekly series that's 10 15 pages but when you have a, a manga that's 30, 40-something pages, it just doesn't work out as well because you need more than that. But they don't know how to do that without each chapter saying or feeling weird, if that makes sense. No,
2: 100%. I mean, th- there are some things that's new to Musashi. We, we got to acknowledge, like, the, the new things. Of course, they had to, like, adjust to the monthly schedule. I think they're definitely dealing with some of those dilemmas and actual pacing. I, well, here's the thing, though. I I have a very good feeling that it'll be a lot better in part two of boards, so whatever they're gonna call it. I think they're probably gonna, of course, they've le- they've learned a lot and they've applied it to the current manga. But I think they're probably gonna take it to the next level. Hopefully, in the second part. Yeah, I, that that's just my opinion. Hopefully, it's
0: well wishing. Like, dang, I hope the yep. series gets one, better in part two.
2: Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the, one of the questions I want to ask you guys, especially my God Uri, because you will for. Mm-hmm do you think that cold is a good villain
1: there's two ways to answer this there's mm. the fans interpretation how do the fans feel of it honestly as a fan just kind of boring so far he, he just he he's basically a simp i hate to say that but he seems very oh, not aggressive dude. just kind of a nerdy kid is my dude. vibe he, he's trying to be edgy or like kind of like a goth kid i don't know it's dumb That's from a fan's perspective, the subjective view. The objective view from a writing perspective is there's actually very few enemies or villains in Naruto that work from a screenwriter's perspective. And there's a very simple answer or reason why this is the way it is. And that's because American screenwriting doesn't apply in Japan. American screenwriting mostly applies to hollywood movies that's where screenwriting was developed essentially or the rules of screenwriting anyways you get like the 1930s of film appreciation and you sort of build off of that in hollywood that doesn't apply to japanese movies and especially japanese media in general so not only is boruto the series not a movie it's also not media but it's a manga so it It has its own rules that basically allow it to do whatever it wants. And that's why Hunter X Hunter succeeds. It's because I, I honestly, I think the author of Hunter X Hunter doesn't even know screenwriting structure. They just go with what they think works, and it just so happens to work out.
2: <laughs>
0: that's hilarious.
2: Yeah, the crazy thing—I never really watch Hunter X Hunter. I, I've always gotten scared because people really? tell me that the writer—he goes on yeah, the writer goes on hiatuses—and you never really know when he's going to start back up and when he's going to end. So I've always but been a little bit hesitant. But you
0: should watch Hunter X Hunter or Hunter X is Gold. They actually Hunter X Hunter is pretty like the older series. They just got redid and reanimated. I
2: don't know. Here's the thing about me—I get attached to series. Like for example, I remember the I, I can't just, I still just can't forget Just go into this.
0: Hunter x Hunter just thinking that there's nothing else else after this point on in Hunter x Hunter. Like where the anime ends, there's a manga that All extends right. past the anime. If you wanted to like read that, but just think mm-hmm. that the the anime is over. <laughs> I would just go into it see. like that because when did Hunter x Hunter come out, like I, I don't people were probably gonna get on me about this. I think it was like 1997 or something like that. Like Hunter x Hunter is pretty old, bro. Hold on, let me yeah, look I'm up when like
1: Hunter. Hunter came out. I'm not even going to answer that, so I'm going to let you take all the flames for that for <laughs> that, for that. <laughs> there, it's Yeah, it's out, Yeah, rock out. Rock out. But, oh,
0: I might be right. I might be right. Bro, I'm good at this type of stuff, bro. I think it's 1998.
2: Oh, that's fire. That's fire. That's fire. Oh wait. wait yeah. What? Oh
0: yeah, okay. 1999. Hmm. But it said it came back so out in 2011.
2: All right, I feel you, I feel you. But, but yeah, I mean, Hunter x Hunter, that's a, that's a good show, but I've always been a little bit scared to watch it. Maybe, maybe I'll tap in. I, you know, we, we all got to decide oh, what, what's the anime we could watch collectively together. I think Mel still got to watch Attack on Titan and Free Game. I'm not even sure what you got to watch. Nothing, but.
0: because I watch everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants me to watch uh, this series on Netflix, so, so I have to watch that. I watched two episodes of it so far, and I don't think he watched anything of Attack on Titan and I don't think no, I, I was even here to rebuttal this statement, so I'm going flaming the whole time. Bro, I'm right here. What are you talking
4: about?
2: i
0: was <laughs> just trying to bring you out of the trenches, will you? <laughs> yeah, Mel, not, Mel's mic sounds
4: impeccable. So,
2: so, so Mel, <laughs> what do you think? Is Cold a good
4: villain? No, he's a garbage villain. <laughs>
3: In fact, not
4: only not only is Code a garbage villain, but I don't I don't think there's any good villains in Boruto. I I've, I've talked about Holy. this before. So yeah, you, man, you don't like think for...
0: that Jigen was a Thank good you. villain?
4: No, no, not at all. Oh. I think I think Jigen he he was an interesting like I I view antagonist and villain as two different things, right? Um so I think from the perspective of, like, a Kowaki who's dealing with, like, an abusive father figure, that's an interesting dynamic. But from, like, a Shonen perspective, where I'm expecting this guy to have some kind of philosophy, some kind of, you know, um, a different motivation than the last villain. Because, quite honestly, he's basically doing what the same guy did before him, just with a different coat of paint, right? Just a, it's, a, it's a different scene, but the motivations are the same. Now, there could be same some underlying some difference like hey they're doing the same thing but for different reasons but they didn't explain that and that will mm-hmm. be me theorizing so I, I don't know um, so I don't, I don't see why Gigan or um, Ishiki um, they couldn't have done the same um, um, narrative with Momoshiki because they had the same motivation just executed in different ways essentially and then it's like, okay, well, Code, well, they're doing the same thing with um, Ishiki, and then the same thing that Ishiki did with Momoshiki, and it's the same. Like, the last three major villains are all doing the same thing. Now, of course, there's different motivations, again, context, but at the at the foundation of it all, to me, it's the same. Um, so, yeah, no, I always mention um a series needs to do three things for me. Um, make me feel something emotionally, scratch my little primitive monkey brain with action <laughs> um, and it needs to make me feel um, like I left that series or that arc um, a little bit smarter than I, um, than I was when I came into it I and I always go to like the Pain Invasion arc this is why I believe Pain Nagato is the best villain or antagonist in the entire franchise and I believe that arc is is one of the best if not the best in, in the entire franchise in my opinion because it, it does all three of those things action um, mm. makes me think and it makes me feel at things emotionally and um is really good with the action um and is really good well not it's somewhat good with the emotions it has its moments Kawaki, Karama, stuff like that Naruto that's impactful um but the intellectual side of the series it's very much so lacking so that's that's my only issue with it um and that's just my opinion but yeah.
0: can I ask you this though um let me ask you guys this. do you think that the villains would have um more of a major impact if we didn't know that the two main characters make it to being teenagers like without that flash forward scene do you think that it like the 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 villains would be more a little bit more menacing because we don't know the fate of the two main characters that you know we're watching
2: more kawaki's more kawaki's um uh side of things the thing with Boruto was that, of course, as it's shown in anime and we all expect that the main character is going to make it to the end. But if we're realistically speaking, expect if we didn't that, necessarily though. get...
0: Expect that. You they don't always yeah, have we... to follow the same narrative, though. They can kill off the main character and it'll be absolutely I... fun
2: they can but for this to be naruto let's say a hypothetical if it was attack on titan i think attack on titan at any given moment we had that idea that hey the main character may actually die spoiler, and of course spoiler, i'm not saying that he did spoiler, die or not I, i'm not saying that he did die or not i'm just saying throughout the whole entire series we had that feeling do you feel me there is a possibility that at any, at any given moment this guy can actually die not
0: smoking on the air impact
2: I can't tell you right now if the pack is is, is in the air. You feel me? I don't. I not want to get any spoilers. I know but, well, I'm just, I know but I'm just. Well. Say, <laughs> but I'm just. But but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we had not gotten that that flash forward. Um, scene, we would have thought Kawaki would have died in probably like each of the last three arcs. We would have thought it was a for sure thing. Like, Imagine, if we didn't really get that flash forward arc, we we wouldn't necessarily know that Kawaki and Boruto, their actual frustrations and everything, they they run so deep and we wouldn't necessarily know that Kawaki and Boruto would end up fighting against each other, of course. Because right now, they seem like all buddy-buddy. Of course, we did see Kawaki almost pack up Boruto a couple chapters ago, but most of the time, mostly they're all buddy buddy after they did, of course, it get introduced made that to each seem other. More
0: impactful too, if you didn't know that Boruto made it to be a teenager. That's another thing that I, wanted, Ex- that I was alluding to.
2: That's that's true as well. That's true as well. But specifically with Kawaki, he's a, legitimately a loose cannon. If Kawaki ups and leaves the Hidden Leaf Village in the next chapter. I would not be surprised. So I think it's even more exaggerated exaggerate in Kwaki's case because he's so much of a loose cannon. Now we have the already assured, you feel me, context that he's going to be alive in the future. The way Kowaki moves, again, we don't know what he's going to be doing from chapter to chapter. I think that takes a lot away from, of course, the overall mystery from his character chapter to chapter.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Melo? What you, what you think?
4: Um I'm sorry, can you rephrase the um reframe the question for me?
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh so if we didn't have that like flash forward scene, do you think like the the villains would be more impactful? Like do you think the series would uh have more stakes, I should say. If we didn't know that the two main characters made it to be teenagers?
4: I think I don't want to say objectively so, but yeah, definitely. Not not really the villain thing, because I think the writers they're they're not very good, so I think the villain thing would have been bad either way, um in my opinion, But as it mm-hmm. pertains to um just the overall series, yeah, like when when Boruto was killed in the last chapter of sixty seven that would have been so so much more impactful if we didn't know that he actually will was gonna come back. So the question was never framed um oh, borto die, like like what happens next? It's like Oh, it's not when he comes back, um, or rather, it's not if he comes back, but when he comes back. So the question was like, okay, by what mechanic does he come back? Not, you know, does he come back? If you kind of you mm-hmm. understand. Um, so that in and it of itself took like some of this, the tension away. Um, and I think I have my opinions, and I'm not sure if there was like any panels or articles alluding to this um, from any interviews. I have my opinions as to why they did that flash forward scene. And I think it was a little short sighted. You know, and I would prefer it if it didn't exist, quite honestly. But the series now,
2: year.
4: yeah, the series now, um, it, it kind of has to get to that point. And th- this is the reason why, you know, I've been talking about like the whole Naruto stepping down as Hokage, um, Shikamaru being like Danzo 2.0, Toby Rama type stuff, because I'm trying to figure out at what point in the manga will we start to, they've already been sowing the seeds in the anime a lot more than the manga, but at what point are these like political and social conflicts going to start to kind of um, bloom and, and that's essentially what's going on in that flash forward scene between Kawaki and 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 Boruto, that's political and social, that's not aliens and outer space and multiple dimensions Um. so at some point when we get past the Otsusuki issue, we, we bring it back down to earth and we talk about more, you know, um, relatable topics like, you know, government and politics, the Shinobi world, which is essentially um, society and government. And the, it kind of keeps the series, I want to say predictable because you can't parse out like the, the specific details, but you kind of understand like the track that they're on. There's pretty much like two stories happening, right? There's the social mm-hmm. and political and then there's like the sci-fi aliens, outer space stuff. Um, and but Naruto was like that too. Like people f- kind of forget this; it gets lost in the whole reincarnation and this that and the third. But ultimately, like Naruto's main mission—he was just a boy who was tasked by his master with trying to solve the hatred of the shinobi system within the shinobi system. Um, and that's why I believe the Pain invasion arc was so impactful because it really touched on like the the main crux of the issue. Like this is a show about ninja. They're in the shinobi world. The shinobi world's broken. How do you fix that? And when um, Kakashi took over, um, he didn't fix anything. He kind of built on top of the already um, broken foundation. And then Naruto built on top of that. Right? Now with Kawaki, from the flash forward scene, the era of the shinobi's over. He ends it. Right? So what Kawaki and Boruto are fighting for is with the future post the end of the current, uh, or rather the Shinobi system that we've known what what does that look like? Now we know there's going to be another Shinobi world Um, probably cyber tech ninjas, futuristic, cyberpunk, whatever you want to call it I think they're trending towards that direction Um, but it's going to be completely different but no, I I don't like it, I do think um, overall it um, lowers the stakes in the series, and I don't think it would impact the villains because the writers aren't really good, so either way and I wish it didn't exist <laughs> uh, nah.
0: From a, a screenwriter's perspective, you, oh, sorry, Bar. Okay, yep. Go ahead. Now, Bar was about to say something. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bar.
2: No, I was just about to agree with what Melo was talking about. I mean, one of the things I, I want to bring this up after we get we get we get um, Udi's actual answer to the question. But w- w- I'm gonna let Woody go first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so in general, I agree, but for the sake of argument, it'll be way more interesting if I disagree. So here's why I think that scene matters, and why we need it for the Boruto franchise to succeed. So first of all, from the business perspective, obviously... It hooks in fans Mm. in a way that if we didn't have it, Boruto might have been canceled by now, if I'm just being completely honest. Like, everyone hates Boruto except for that scene at the beginning. Right. Let's not pretend like it it wasn't the case the first 64 episodes of the the series.
0: Yeah, everybody's like, flash forward scene, flash, uh, I mean, time skip, time skip, time skip, time skip. Everybody wants to get to that that portion of the story, yeah. I agree.
1: Everyone's hated Boruto's character. Uh, So... The reason from a screenwriter's perspective is it doesn't ruin the stakes. And the reason that I can say that is because we have to look at our characters. Because characters are the lifeblood of any story. Characters are what drive the story forward. And... We have to look at changes in the story so how do the characters change and if the characters don't change then you fundamentally have to change the world and what do we see in the flash forward scene we see the world is destroyed it's been changed and so therefore we know that the stakes are still in place in the present the the point of adding that scene the author's intent was to hook in the readers to to give them a promise. the The author is promising the readers that they are going to get these answers over time. And that is the reason that the Reezers can stick it out through the quote-unquote boring parts. That's why Boruto succeeded even during the parts that everyone hated. Because we're eventually getting the promise that we're going to get the answers to the questions of the flash-forward scene. And if we didn't have that, then we wouldn't know those questions existed in the first place, and we wouldn't really care. First of all, we wouldn't have as much of a build-up to it, so we wouldn't get a build-up to the answers. They would just happen and then it's just whatever. But now that we know what's going to happen, we can see how it happens, and then we can discuss how it happens in context of the future scene.
4: There I you think go. I think this is an indication of a creator or creators trying to compensate for their incompetence. so as a as a YouTuber, one of the things I hate YouTubers do, it's like, they'll drop a video saying that they have a video coming. Bro, I don't care about what you have. I care about what you have now. Don't tell me what's coming. Just drop video when it's available. Like, that that whole, my video's coming thing, that's them compensating for their incompetence, right? Because if you're a competent creator, you have the video ready and you present it when ready and you don't mention it otherwise, unless you're trying to give like, like a little handsome in the stream or something. But you don't drop a whole video. So to me, um, this is analogous because... The flash forward scene is like that, right? It's a creator telling, "Hey guys, you know we got some, we got some dope stuff coming. Um, it's not here yet, and you know you want to keep you hanging in there because we're trying to make up for our incompetent writing in the meantime. But hey, look, there's this shiny, cool thing here. It's like, yeah. I mean, from a business perspective, a good decision if your writers are a little, little bad on, on the bad side. Um, but for me, I feel like like it shouldn't be. It's almost like the reverse of One Piece. It's, it's, it's insane." It's like, One Piece is all about the journey, not the ending. And for Boruto, like, if we assume that flat, short scene is the end, which I don't think it is, but then for Boruto, it's not even about the journey, right? It's all about the ending, which in life in general it's a bad thing. So the fact that, like, their writing can't hold up the entire franchise of Boruto, just Boruto, the entire series of Boruto, and they're, like, banking on this, it, 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 it's, it's strange. It, it, it's two things. Either one, they didn't have faith in the writing that they could do in the future or they had already planned out certain things and saw that it was not good so then they're like crap we need to throw in like this this stinger in the first episode or the first chapter to get them hooked because we know what we've already written isn't uh, uh, competent it's either one of those two things they didn't have faith in themselves or what they already produced was inadequate um in either way that kind of alludes to incompetence to me that i i don't really like them I don't like the excuse of it, but again, I understand like the business element of it. It was a good decision. It was a good decision, so that's just my thoughts on
1: it. My rebuttal to that is it seems like you're discounting that scene because the beginning of the series doesn't hold up to your standard of quality, and that bogs down the scene regardless of whether the scene itself was good or not. The scene doesn't really give us All anything right, wh- wh- because wh- do we don't you? understand the context. What's up?
4: Like Your standard of quality. Like, what do you mean by that? My standard of quality?
1: I'll, like okay, just I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase. Rather than your standard of quality, the standard of quality of the of the audience who's watching it on average. So in general, at the beginning, people disliked Boruto's as as, as a series, besides the flash okay. forward scene. So the beginning of the series, people disliked. It was the flash forward scene that people liked because of the unknown variables. Again, we don't really get much. It, it's it looks cool. It's kind of spectacle, but not really. We get like two seconds of fighting in any show. Uh, but why it matters is because we get things that we—it's it, again variables. So what's up with Naruto? Why is the village destroyed? Boruto has Sasuke's cape, and Boruto and this new guy have have markings. Uh, we got we got Boruto has this cool new eye. They're teenagers. What, what's all going on here? And then we can apply that in the context of the current story. Okay. Well, is this is the the state of the the current world because of Damon and Ada, or is Code still involved? Where is Naruto? Is he actually dead, like we thought, or did Kawaki just teleport him somewhere else? Because Kawaki likes Naruto now, and so we don't know. But it opens up that discussion. Yeah,
2: one so hundred. You... I was just gonna say, I get where you guys are both coming from because it, what are you talking about was. They've already understood that Boruto wasn't necessarily going to be as well received as they originally intended because the, all of the movie of Boruto. People are always saying how Boruto's watered down. The Forest of Death looks like the fourth of the Forest of Life. That meme has been like years old by now. But yeah, a bunch of things like that. So people already no, came and were
4: already. I've actually mm-hmm. never heard that that's hilarious. I've actually
2: never heard. That <laughs> but yeah, so people already came with the established like. You know perceived notion that boruto might be might not be up to par so the boruto writers may have actually tried to hook people from that actual scene now what mellow was talking about though i think this right here is very important the the writers didn't necessarily believe that their actual content would be good enough to hook the actual viewers and i think that right there might be the actual problem and i always say this Naruto shippuden had one of the best starts of like an anime period in my personal opinion that remind you guys it's all just like uh subjective because my personal favorite things coming out of naruto was gara And the Akatsuki, we understood that Gaara was probably the strongest character that age. Obviously, if you exclude Naruto and Sasuke when they both went crazy in their last fight. But Gaara plus the Akatsuki, we understood that the Akatsuki were extremely overpowered. So starting that series, there wasn't necessarily a needed hook. Even though they did have the hook, there wasn't necessarily a needed hook. So with Boruto now, I kind of understand where where, where is coming from. Because even though they had that hook... In Naruto's case, they had the actual content to back it up. In Boruto's case, in a lot of people's eyes, they didn't necessarily have the content to back up that hook. So a lot of people think that that right there might be the actual shield or the actual grab, and hopefully hey, people hang on to this while our content gets up to par.
1: Here's my only problem with that, is because you're assuming that the writers thought that their series wouldn't succeed at the beginning. So first of all, the writers, in general, just didn't know. You would think that they'd be optimistic about their series and that they'd want it to succeed. But mm-hmm. here's my question: If the beginning of Boruto was positively received, would you view the flash forward scene differently? Because that it seems like that's where you're going with this. That it's because the writers are incompetent and that they are not confident in their work. That's why they added the scene.
4: I think if if okay. if the beginning of was received positively, or, or, or rather, it, it depends on who's receiving it, right? Like, from the writer's perspective, is that what you're saying, or just from the audience? Because, like, to me, if it's if the beginning of Borto is positive, if it's good writing, there's no need for, for the flash forward scene at all, right? So, like, I'm trying to justify, like, like, okay, what rationale would you have for having that flash forward scene? Like, we understand, like, the context, like, it's, like, business, it's the hook. Right, and other series and other like mediums do this as well. Um, okay, I like understand the
1: question. So, okay. sort of Bara already sort of debunked that in a way with what he said. So Bara brought up the beginning of Shapuden, and he said that the uh, the hook he mentioned the hook is in Shapuden. That's fine. Bara said that he liked the the Gara stuff and the Akatsuki stuff, which is the beginning of Shapuden. So mm-hmm. Bara, which I'll just assume is the general audience receive positively the beginning of shippuden and yet they had that oh, hook and i think the hook worked there so what do you think about that why why have the hook there
4: i don't know what was the hook
1: the beginning the hook of shippuden episode one
2: yeah team seven and team seven yamato Sasuke.
4: that's a simple one it's, it's a continuation from a previous like part, it's part two of part one so like it's a time skip. Like going into the time skip, there's always going to be like post time skip is always hype and anticipation for the new designs, the new character, the voice actors, the new jutsu, the new moves, even with One Piece. I remember One Piece coming out of the time skip. It was big hype. That's when everybody really started to get into it who just weren't watching it. it, it it's just like, it's, it's a coming together moment for the fandom. So yeah, like it's, it's a different context. Now you would think that would be the case for like a, a legacy series, like a board which in my opinion, it should have been. I personally think they should have, um, um, that's not in the here nor there, Cover more content from, like, the last and then kind of went into Boruto if they were going to do that. But the whole thing is, like, this is a legacy series. This, this is where we see Naruto at his apex. He's the Hokage. Like, oh, oh, my God. We didn't even get to see that in Naruto. But we get to see it in Boruto. That is, is, is something that could have hooked a lot of people. Sasuke as an adult, um, they, that could have hooked them as well. You didn't even need to show that's Boruto. Just, you All you had to, to do is show, like, um... Sasuke versus Kinshiki. like that fight show some clips from that that would have been fire bro or like just show like Momo shaky fuse or something like that just that alone like 60 something episodes in would have been like something if you wanted to do that um, I personally don't think that you needed to but if, if that's something that you wanted to do but this to me the only reason why that flash forward scene exists um, is because either a um, they weren't confident in their uh, their abilities as writers Right. They hadn't written anything. Just they knew that they didn't didn't have the magic sauce. So they needed that stinger to kind of make up for their lack of talent or they actually did write something. It was reviewed and it didn't really parse out to be anything too good. So in the meantime, they needed to rely on that stinger to keep people in the series. Um, Something akin to what you said. But I think the context is just different between Boruto and Putin.
2: All right. I, I kind of get where you. I, I kind of get where you guys are both coming from. My my opinion about the flash forward scene. I kind of thought that it was unnecessary, and I believe that the flash forward scene, and it even stems back to even before that, the movie itself kind of took away a lot of the actual punch that the original arcs were actually going to give the people, and it's essentially like this after the actual first two things that happened, the movie and then the flash forward scene, no one really cared about Boruto, essentially, like, trying to figure out who the actual who, who the actual max person is putting everybody under some sort of spell that has Boruto's Jogan pop up. No one really cared about that, and Boruto's already coming in with the established difficulties that we're coming off of Kaguya, we're coming off of Madder with two Renegons and being a 10-telligent Cherokee, we're coming off of um, Eight Gates' um, Mike Guy, they always do it when I'm doing a podcast. It's crazy. Holy, I thought someone was getting shot. <laughs> no, I thought somebody was getting flopped at. Yo, freaking, you can't do that to me. You can't do that to me. Yo, oh, right. we awake. But, <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts, but yeah. So, how about that? I can't. But, all right, so I kind of thought that, you feel me? because of the difficulties that hey we're go we're, we're going from um kag and everybody else like that to regular academy students and stuff like that they already had that established difficulty so now you're adding in another old supsi member on top of that now you're adding in Boruto and kawaki with perfect animation clashing uh, over a completely destroyed hidden leaf village no one's going to be in- i apologize no one is going to be interested in the biakia ge- or not not the biakia gang yeah, the Byakuya gang, you feel me, essentially trying to figure out exactly who the correct person is. Should we be stealing things stealing things from the rich and giving to the poor? Or should we actually be, you know, protecting the rights of the rich people? No one's really going to care about that if we just came from a bunch of crazy stuff. So I just thought that the actual original stuff kind of took away from the legitimate arcs. For There were some great arcs, in my personal opinion. The Gaian arc, when Sarada actually did not necessarily meet Sasuke... But seeing Sasuke after a very long time and, of course, activated her Sharingan, that right there was an impeccable arc. A lot of people didn't necessarily care because they were just waiting till the Momoshiki, till Momoshiki came and then they were going to start watching Boruto. a lot of people didn't necessarily care about even White Zetsu being found in Boruto episode, what was it, 52 or 53? And then Sasuke's Amaterasu being scattered all over the place. No one really cared because Momoshiki wasn't there. So there's a lot of things that was taken away because of those two, let's say, predecessing pieces of art. <laughs>
0: so Processing like pieces of art. I like that.
4: <laughs> so what the like what the board anime does, but poorly, and I know some people are gonna get frustrated because I keep saying that. Um, but it's just an opinion. You know, people aren't you know, they have opinions, it's okay. Um yeah. yours are valid as well. Um the thing is, like there's there's like like A storylines and like B storylines, right? So in the anime, they're, they're talking about like Tonari on the moon, um, in the beginning of an episode, and then the rest of the episode is like slice of life. And then they're like that that's the slice of life is like um, is like the underlying story, like the main plot that you mm-hmm. kind of probably should care about more, depending on your perspective. And then there's like the whole slice of life. Let me save um, what's the what's what's that what's that kid's name? Uh, Dinky from a, a train because he's being possessed by Dark Chakra or whatever from Neway. That's the kind of surface level. Wait
2: a minute. I Wait a minute. I just want to point out that's the (laughs) original problem. (laughs) Like, if we're thinking about Tonei in the back of our mind, we're not caring about Danki being possessed with some dark matter. Like, if we're thinking about Orochimaru potentially attacking the hidden leaf fields, we're not caring about Zabuza and and Haku just strolling around trying to figure out exactly how I could actually defeat this bridge builder. (laughs)
4: Like, That's the difficulties I think that Boruto had. You... You didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. I was getting there. I was getting there. Oh, rock out rock, um, out, rock out, So I, I agree. I agree. But like most series do this, right? Um, even like, um, Naruto did this, right? Where like you're following Asuma, but then like Naruto's training for his Rasengan, like you'll see him train a little bit, but then you'll get back to Asuma awesome or something like that. Um, even with Toad Mode, they did this, um, Pain Invasion Arthur, Kakashi's fighting Pain, but then you'll go back to, you know, Naruto training, um, to master stage mode, so like you can do it and do it well, and that's an excellent example. Of the whole oh, Pain Invasion arc, right? The problem is they don't do it well because their writing is is not up to snuff, right? And that's partly because of what <laughs> they were to trying snuff. to accomplish. You say as a snuff. Um, what?
0: Would you say up to snuff?
4: <laughs> yeah. I never um, heard so,
0: anybody say that. That's dope. <laughs> um. So.
4: So, so the problem is like, again, like you want to just do a comparison. This, like Naruto, again, pain invasion arc—that's interesting. But then, like Naruto's training—that's also really cool. People love training arcs. These are two different, like, story uh, or plots happening simultaneously, and they're both interesting because the writing's good. Right. But with Boruto, and this is partly because of like they—they they made an act of choice. Because this is so weird to me. It's like. This is the reason why the flash forward scene. Um, sorry, my ADHD brain is jumping all over the place. <laughs> um, this is the reason why the flash forward scene is also like compensating, right? in, in, in just in a different way, though, because they their goal was clearly to reset, got, um, capture a new audience with the whole slice of life. Because even if you look at the eras of anime when like Naruto first started, there's there's a reason why like the Land of Waves Arc is like one of the most legendary openings for any anime. Like, it just hits, bro. It's like murder, death, murder, murder, death, mm-hmm. right? Super dark, um, setting the tone. But in the recent generation, right, um, last couple of years, it's, it's a lot of slice of life. Like, Battle Shonen kind of has taken the backseat to like more slice of life type um, shonen, or, or anime in general. So like, the culture has mm-hmm. changed when Boruto comes out. So that's what they're trying to appeal to, like the younger generation. Whereas like the Naruto people, like they they still own the murder murder death stuff, the younger generation on like occasionally murder murder death, but mostly just like cool slice of life stuff, right? Yeah. So that's 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 kind of where that so they kind of betrayed, kind of the core of the franchise almost in, in in a certain way, and that's the reason why that flash forward scene was there also, to serve. Hey, look, we're we're starting over. We're doing. We're trying to grab the new generation, right? We're also still bringing Naruto um, and Sasuke in here to keep the older generation. Um, and we're doing the slice of life stuff, which is current for the current era of um, viewers. But we're all we also have the murder, murder, death stuff too. So let me show you the murder, murder, death stuff, so that you can know it's still here. Murder, murder, it's like, yeah. but if but if you're talented at writing, like Hishimoto was in Naruto, you can have two separate um, plots happening simultaneously mm-hmm. that are equally of interest. And that's the problem with Boruto. The writing isn't isn't up to snuff or up to par
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like that <laughs> No, saying, I can I'm definitely understand
2: that.
4: where you're coming from,
2: and I I gotta shout out to my guy Udi, who's essentially talking about how certain things aren't necessarily completely created for the Western audiences. I think this right here is a lot has a lot to do with, of course, the Japanese audience. I think the Japanese audience really likes the slice of life a lot more than the action based. And I think this side of things, we uh, the, the Americans, the Western side, we like more of the actual battle stuff. Like for example, I think the manga sales is doing a lot less... Uh, well, it's doing a lot poorly than we kind of thought. And, of course, the anime over there, it's going crazy because, of course, there's a lot more slice of life. And I, I, I absolutely understand where you're coming from, how, you know, of course, you could kind of solve this by creating two kind of separate storylines. And I, I even brought this up a little bit earlier. I thought they could have potentially... Added a separate el- separate element of this that could potentially encompass the slice of left thing. Potentially add a romantic side of it, make it a romantic m- romantic drama. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the whole thing has to be like that. And Have you know both of them be as big as each other, but I thought that right there could have potentially be been a good thing, especially with Sarada and Kawaki. Obviously, they're young right now, but in the future, we could have a certain situation where Sarada legitimately likes Kawaki. But Kawaki wants to be on this murder, murder, kill stuff, which kind of makes it a little bit difficult. So you can kind of serve the people who want to see the slice of life, the actual internal dramas, with the the actual internal difficulties with drama and stuff like that, with Sard, of course, and possibly everybody else. We could add Naruto in there, possibly. I don't know. I thought that would have been good, but you never know. Uh, I think it's just difficult to serve each side.
4: Mm -hmm. That's the problem, though, because like you just said, it's difficult. Like, like... They're trying like they're they're serving two masters. They're trying to be a jack of all trades and a master of none. They're they're, they're trying to give you both the slice of life while also trying to give you um the the, the stabby stabby stuff, right? But it's <laughs> it's like it's predicting like it doesn't have an identity almost. It's like it's it's there's no balance, right? It's tearing at the seams. It's like, hey, look, the reason why Naruto could do it well because we got all stabby stabby. It's like, hey, look, the training stuff is really cool, but that's bad Shonen, typical stuff, right? And then we also get, like, the actual battle with, like, Kakashi, Pain, whatever. And that's battle, shown Shonen. Like, it wasn't, like, this contradictory tone to where, like, one's, like, the battle stuff and one's, like, Slice of Life. And then it feels disjointed and it feels like you don't even know what you really want to do. You're just trying to, like, cater to people. Like, like, no, pick, pick. Like, if you want to do Slice of Life, do all Slice of Life, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. there's Slice of Life I watch where, like, they incorporate, like, Action and it's like comedic, but the action is really dope and it could be like a really amazing battle. Um, Shonen, but that's not what they're trying to do, right? They're, they're, they're sticking to like one specific type of genre, and I think that's the, like the, the disconnect. Um, I personally feel with the board, so um,
2: yeah, and it's all about balance. Now, I'm not necessarily sure the, the music that my guy Woody listens to, but I'm pretty sure a lot of top tier artists and even Tory Lanez deals with this to a certain extent. Shout out to my guy Free Game. He essentially is a very good R and B artist, but also a very good rapper. Now, when he puts out an album, some people want all rap, all rap songs, and some yeah. people want all R and B songs, and it's kind of difficult. And even with Drake, to a much higher degree, you see what I'm saying. He's essentially like a platinum record artist in R and B and a platinum recording artist, and just straight up rap. How do you serve both sides? And mm-hmm. he essentially tries to do like, I'll put an album out with R and B and put an album out with just um with his rap. And I think the album Scorpio it. <laughs> i think it's a classic album but it didn't necessarily work the best because it's still like you're trying to serve two masters
0: yeah no nah, yeah i totally agree i hear where you're coming from with that like comparison
2: mm-hmm. makes i have yes. a re- i
1: have a really long answer to all of that literally four different conversation topics there that we went over because i was a lot of talking there but before i even start that Real quick, we got two Super Chats. Nah, this guy's taking uh, over the <laughs> podcast, I swear holy. to God.
0: This, I was just letting everybody finish their thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead,
1: <laughs> so, Okay, so first of all, we got Division back with the third Super Chat with $1, bringing us up to, what, 26 Thank you a lot, my guy. That goes so far in supporting this podcast, you don't even know. It's so very much appreciated. The first, the first
2: 25 came from, Dar- came from Darren.
1: Oh, yeah. Is it see, a similar name? It yeah, it is. Oh, it is. bro, he's doing it <laughs> on his not. own, bro. No. <laughs> let Literally him rock out. Let him let rock letters. out. Go ahead. Literally <laughs> read the first two letters. <laughs> thought it was the same person. All right. So, anyways, right. they say real, real quick question: uh, Shouldn't Boruto be able to use the Chalker weapons? Well, we got, whoa, whoa
2: we got the second super chat. We got the second super chat. <laughs> Wait,
1: wait,
0: wait. I was
2: going yeah, rock go rock out, rock out, rock
0: out, rock yeah,
1: out, rock out. out. Oh, division uh, had a question. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I thought a oh, my, bad. Oh, my, bad, my bad. my yeah, bad, Yeah, I thought this so was his lost. question. I was about to. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's this saying, shouldn't board you'll <laughs> be able to use the chakra weapons Momo Shiki use? My question is, what chakra weapons is he referring to? If any, if anyone knows, the chakra rods,
2: the chakra, the red thing. It, the red thing that Kenshiki I had? I think the
1: red things as well. Yeah, That'd be an interesting ability. That'd be one more one more power system they could use. It Sort of shake up the formula because it hasn't been used by the main characters a lot yet, so we could get sort of a, a fleshed out system of consistency with that as well, well so we can Ken learn Shiki a lot then? more on that.
0: He means Kenshiki, yeah. I'm you, guessing, right? Well, well Momoshiki, Momoshiki had, had it when he absorbed Kenshiki. Mm. Ah, 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 Fuse Momoshiki. Okay, got it. When I, when I hear Momoshiki, I just think Momoshiki, you know? not fuse Momoshiki.
1: Do you no, think that should be Do you think that should be exclusive to Momoshiki or should Boruto or other characters be able to use that in the future as well? Because oh, it's okay. not
2: super overpowered, I think people should be able to use it. Like, I don't think everybody should be able to use the Jogan or Kenshiki's Dojutsu, but something as simple as, like, creating weapons out of nothing, I mean, to a certain extent, we already we already kind of have that with, like, summoning weapons, you see what I'm saying? So I think this right here would be a a, a good idea to have other people use it, especially Boruto. If Boruto uses it, just kind of cements the fact that he's actually an Outsuki member, right now we don't
4: fully feel it, but, of course, things like that could potentially have us feel it. Yeah, I think he'll use it. Um... Yes, for use Momo So the potential's there. But again, um, if, if the writers want that to happen, it will. Um, if they don't want it to happen, it won't. It's the, it's the same thing with the whole Renegade no. thing. Same thing with the Flying Thunder God, so on and so forth. So, yeah. uh,
0: maybe not though, because why does he? Why does Boruto have a sword?
2: Who knows? It's Sasuke. We did. See, we did notice that was Sasuke's sword, or a sword that looks damn near identical to Sasuke. It's possible that he just uses it for sentimental reasons. All, and also that sword itself isn't necessarily a bad sword.
0: I mean, but if he can do use a chakra sword, a wouldn't sword. that be? Did they allude to that though? Like with him being uh, using that scientific chakra sword thing, though. Do you I think that's like a link to that?
1: I, yeah.
4: Again, I just it think might, uh, if they're, they're done
1: with like, that,
4: fighters want it to be a thing. They will. If they don't, they don't. It's just like it's just like um, um six pass in Jutsu with Naruto or six pass age more or like the tail beast chakra within him. Like they wanted him to use, it, he could have. Yeah, but they clearly didn't. Mm.
0: You know? I mean, he did yeah, use it, it with the t- with the uh, with singons and stuff. Like he'll put this some of the tail beast chakra into it. I remember him like uh, asking uh, Goku or whatever his name was to give him. Chakra, or whatever, so he can make a different variation of his Rasengan. So, I mean, he did use it,
2: yeah. some some form of
0: against,
4: against like, like like Jigen or Ishiki or Momo? No, Shiki? no, no. He
2: was talking about in the in Naruto Shippuden. and I think he used it against Obito. He used it against Obito and Madara. Oh, oh, you're hard. talking more
0: more of no. Boruto. So my bad. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, no, no, like, like with this, I could definitely see, I could definitely see the earlier chakra blade being like a sort of precursor it wouldn't necessarily be the exact same thing but i could naruto and boruto they love paying homages shout out to my guy naruto explain he calls it homages they love doing that so i could definitely see in the future where boruto has like a very similar scene holding like a blade that's like glowing red and then we also see a separate snapshot of boruto back in the day a boruto holding like a Completely incomplete, like scientific technology sword that kind of drained a lot of the chocolate. They could do a sentimental scene like that. That's yeah. the best, though. Um, my
1: answer is they if they could just,
0: um, I'm gonna get a back real quick. <laughs> i right back.
4: I think if I they can could just incorporate um, it, yeah.
1: yeah, if they could incorporate it in a way that it addresses the themes of the series, which is mostly on technology, that'd be great. So it can actually change the plot or it can progress the story or even if it has no effect on the story and it's cool then i'd say incorporate it as long as it doesn't bog down the story or change it or get off track in a new direction in a way that we don't really need to focus on think it'd be cool i think what uh the best way to implement it would do something like the chalker lightsaber from the owl arc where it's sort of a one-time thing used as a MacGuffin, which that's just a very valuable thing that everyone's trying to go for example like a million dollars in some series there's a hunt scavenger hunt for a million dollars that'd be a MacGuffin. and so in the owl arc they used uh, the the chakra lightsaber and the consequence of using it was draining chakra very quickly and they used that tactic to defeat al rather than using the chakra lightsaber itself so if they can implement it in a sort of secondhand kind of way i think that'd be the best way to implement that uh, but if we're good we could go to the next super chat huh i want gonna get a cheeseburger never mind <laughs> <like that. laughs>
4: Go ahead. Next bro, we got man, free man. game getting a burger. We got our guest reading the, the. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to read, bro, you know, I'm not going to here and tell him why
2: not to read super chats. I was going to read the super chat, but he took over. Uh-huh.
0: Like, I, hey, ooh, bro, if you want to go ahead, go ahead. No mind though. He he, it's all good. Read the questions. I'm gonna eat this burger. I <laughs> mean, there's it's also not- Melon and it's Bar nice. here. Rock out if you want. <laughs> all right, <laughs> shout out to nice my so guy
2: cool. Rio Davis with the five. <laughs> Dollar donation, he says. I think Boruto is supposed to be slowish because we, the viewers, seen what Naruto had to do to create this piece. If it went dark too quick, I don't know, which is a very good point. Mm-hmm. I know it's a very good point. Oh, what's the point? What do you say? Uh, I'll just reread. It. He says, I think Boruto is supposed to be slowish because we, the viewers, seen what Naruto had to do to create this piece. If it went dark too quick, I don't know, it'd be a bad situation. That's him, that's me talking, not him. It'd be a bad situation. Who said it had to go dark quick? Who, no, if it was? went dark quick
4: or too quick, he doesn't know. Like it'd be it'll look bad. Oh well, well I, I don't know. You you can't answer this question, Bar, but just out of curiosity, um, to the person who left that, um, what was that in re- in reference to? Just out of curiosity. we're essentially
0: talking Yeah, I, yeah, I think he was alluding to something that we was talking to in the past on the podcast. Yeah, we're no, talking about Boruto
2: being we're 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 talking about well. I asked um, what's it called um, Udi? How does he feel about the pacing of boards? He said it felt a little bit slow, which is normal because it's like a monthly manga. And Rio uh, Davis okay. says it might might be the case because, of course, if it went too dark too quick, it might be a good it might be a bad look for naruto So, okay, okay, that's it.
1: Okay. Which we so already think... kind of
2: start. Yeah, which we already kind of started questioning a little bit early, a couple chapters, not chapters, a couple podcasts ago. Where we were like, is Naruto really like the, um, what is it, the, um, not Star of Hope, what was it, the Child of Prophecy? Because, of course, there still, is, there still isn't really a complete time of peace among the shinobi.
1: It provides um. a nice sense of, and here's the vocab <laughs> term for you juxtaposition, which is basically just contrast. So the beginning mm-hmm. of Boruto is lighter, which can juxtapose with later on in the series when it gets darker. And if we have a sudden shift, such as at the time skip, that can be a very easy way to distinguish between the two times and sort of separate the themes into each category in a lot more seamless kind of way.
3: 100%. I do
1: think the beginning should be not necessarily slower, but we should have the fleshed out view of sort of this era of peace, because this is the legacy of Naruto, and if we sort of cut away from that, I don't want to say that it takes away from the legacy, but it's sort of... We want to see what Naruto got at the beginning. Yeah,
4: 100%. Zoned out at that part, when you guys were talking about that, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I,
2: I kind of want to ask you guys a question, since we're essentially just coming off of the, the earlier conversation. Do you guys think there should be like a flash forward scene in the beginning of the part two version of Boruto?
0: Another flash forward scene? Yeah. Nah. No.
2: That's crazy.
0: Nah. No. Why? I mean, I just want to ask why real quick before.
2: No, I'm just asking if we should, because a lot of people do like them. It gives like a little bit of a glimpse into the future. I, You know, you never know. Should-
4: should is an interesting word to use. Uh, um, I I at this point I don't see a problem with it. Just don't keep it vague. Don't give too much information. Don't have it draw track going too long. Maybe um keep do the same scene, just maybe from the perspective of like Klocky, maybe get like internal monologue or dialogue, or whatever. Um, I think that'll be interesting, or maybe see it from the perspective of another character in the village at the the same time um i think that'd be cool but um should is an interesting use but yeah i don't have a problem with it at this point so
1: my justification is short and sweet and also really dumb so (laughs) it would just contrast the naruto series part one of naruto no time skip no no cut no fast forward scene part two of naruto fast forward scene Mm. we get boruto part one and part two part one Fast forward scene, part two, no fast forward
2: scene. So, mm. so it would just be the opposite contrast there. I mean, I, I hope, <laughs> hopefully that's the case, because yeah, y'all know my thoughts about the flash forwards and stuff I, like I, that, but hopefully...
0: I feel like the flash forwards, though, like kind of ruins attention. so why ruin the tension all over again?
2: Yeah, I get it, but then again, there is that outside possibility that they handle it correctly, like how they did in Artichapult. Matter of fact, I can't even really speak on that too much, because I wasn't necessarily too too much like watching naruto shippuden like religiously back then but when i did watch it, the flash
4: forward scene wasn't necessarily like the biggest deal for me see i can tell because literally no one i, I don't say no one like like i'm the authority on the matter hmm. just in general the vibe of the movie was that the beginning of naruto shippuden was garbage
3: <laughs>
4: so like when you were saying it was like really dope and yeah like we were saying like it was really dope, <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> So I had no idea. That you, that you kinda...
0: assume, like, we're, talking about yeah. like mellow like week to week when it first came out.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like um, I remember I was watching King of Lightning. He was covering Naruto a lot back then. They had like the whole otaku symbol type thing. People come on, they just do the whole panels and stuff. Um, yeah. this a like, my... but um, yeah. Like generally speaking, like the community at the time, like early YouTube, like yeah, Naruto like he didn't he he didn't impress Naruto himself didn't. Impress. I think like the dopest thing was like Kakashi doing like the speed bullets, hand signs. But I remember people like going crazy about that. Um, the whole guard dying thing was a big thing. The Sakura battle was pretty big. The people, found do Sakura heavy back then, so, so no one had any love for her.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, no it, it wasn't. It
4: wasn't. It wasn't high. The animation was garbage. To be keep it up with you, um, or was it the art? I was gonna mix it up. Um, I understand the distinction, but yeah, no, I think the art was really bad. So yeah, yeah, no, but um, yeah.
0: So that goes back to like how people say like because since we watch Boruto week to week, sometimes we give the anime like a poor rating. But like you got people that go and they binge watch it from episode one to what's going on right now, and it says it's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? So if me and Barbara probably because I didn't watch um, Naruto when it first came out either, like when it um when Shippuden first aired, I wasn't watching it week to week religiously. Um, more came in towards like a little bit before the war arc. That's when I started watching it. And then I had to start watching it uh, week mm. to week during the war arc. And I think they stopped um, airing it sometime in between the war arc. We had to wait a little bit. But that's neither here nor there. Um, when I went back and watched it... Now, this is... mm-hmm. Go
4: ahead. Uh, like um, when Naruto was like out like anime wise, this was back like when it was like, it was forbidden to like the anime over the manga. It kind of <laughs> still is now like this purist like snooty kind of approach to, to anime and manga yeah, yeah, um, yeah. kind of like the sub and dub um but like people were watching naruto anime but like they weren't like it's not like it is now it was everything it was manga everything was manga so um yeah no don't don't feel like you kind of came in late and like you, you no nah, it's not really like that people aren't really watching it like that
0: mm, okay got you.
4: plus we didn't have a like, roll or like i don't think they were like new pirated websites like that that didn't give you a virus mm-hmm so you couldn't even do that. Not that we endorse pirate websites here.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: definitely.
2: I I remember the first time someone showed me like it's possible that I could go back and watch all the whole Dragon Ball Z, bro. I was, bro. I stayed on my laptop for a solid month, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Watch <laughs> oh, the whole
0: thing. Facts. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> I did too. I went back and
4: watched a lot. I didn't know where I watched. So, like tsunami. I, did, I don't fucking I don't even know, man. Some on. Yeah, it has to be. I don't know.
0: Hey, somebody said. No, chat. no, it was it was
4: back. Um, post um episodes on YouTube. Well, like YouTube was a wild west. Like AMVs. Yeah, you could do stuff like that back then. So yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah. Well, YouTube, YouTube was, was, was fresh. Place.
0: Yeah, YouTube was YouTube was another animal back in the day.
4: Now YouTube
0: is yeah, corporate. But we love you, YouTube. We love you. We love you.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're, One thousand percent. If you're listening. <laughs> absolutely. One thousand percent. Now, r- I real quick, I, I did kinda want to ask Uli's perspective of this. When do you think it would be a right time to do it to do a time skip?
1: Hmm? Oh okay. Okay, so the thing about screenwriting, it when you watch a movie, you can it, it basically ruins it for you. You can never watch a movie again while being entertained because you you can tell the plot points as they happen. It's very obvious when a writer incorporates it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we can predict things if that makes sense so i don't know when the time skip is coming i thought boruto was going to stay dead until the end of this arc and i thought amato's clone thing whatever that w- was revealed to be delta i thought that was just going to be boruto and that was going to be the end of this arc so i you think just,
0: so you think you thought amato he can see into the future and he just knew boruto was going to die I don't know.
1: It's It was just my theory. I didn't put much credence into it, and it turned out being wrong anyways. I think it should be after this arc, just because it seems like we're going into a darker direction. But I would have said that after the Ishiki arc. Oh, I don't know. Because Ishiki arc was probably the darkest Naruto's been. We see, this is where we... I think, okay, the reason I think it should have been here is because this is where we really see the torch being passed. You could argue it was with Momoshiki, but hmm. Naruto and Sasuke were still stronger than Momoshiki. They just passed the torch on to Boruto because they could. So that it was literally a theme of that arc, is uh, the next generation is going to be stronger than last, we got to train them. It was, uh, it was the bet between Naruto and Sasuke in that arc. Uh, but moving past that... It's Jigen, where we really see Naruto and Sasuke are not the guys anymore. They're not that guy. So we have to move forward, and we haven't done that yet, which is very perplexing from a screenwriter's perspective. It seems like we're, again, reiterating the same points. So we should really move to the time skip sooner rather than later.
2: Yeah, 1,000%. I mean, Melo was talking about this a little bit earlier. I mean, with Cold, it seems like... It's just a different villain, just a different skin over over the same villain. And 1000%, my original idea, I thought it could have potentially happened after the Ishiki Otsusuki arc. Because again, as you said, it, that, at that point, it was like one of the darkest times. But also, it was one of the times when we did find out that Naruto and Sasuke were extremely nerfed. Now, this time right here with this cold thing, I think this right here would be even more of like a... Hey, now we should do it, because Boruto and Kawaki right now, I think it's kind of safe to say, not fully safe to say, but kind of safe to say that they've both kind of surpassed Naruto and Sasuke. I don't know what they're waiting for.
4: Well, you think um, Kawaki, that version of Kawaki with the visual prowess in the last chapter, Uh, what was it, 67, 66? You think he can (laughs) told Sage Monarch? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, do you think that it was some type of reason why Boruto thought he had to team up with Cold, though, to take on Naruto? Well, what, not Boruto, but Boroshiki. He had to... He thought that he had to team up, like... He thought uh, Naruto was as much as a threat that he had to team up with Cold in order to take Naruto down. I don't know, maybe because Naruto had, you know, like, a... A squad with him but he had the team up remember Boruto told uh, Cold that like, we're going to take him down together not in the in those exact words but basically that's that's a big
2: pause from um
3: wait,
0: from wait, wait hold on why am I getting a pause what happened what did I say that was suspect nah, rock out, rock out. My what did bad. I from say my <laughs> bad. My bad. My bad. it's my bad my fault from
4: um, Mo Shiki's perspective I think it's different because it was just like a convenient thing I don't think it speaks in his scaling Mm -hmm. um but i think more so it would speak to code scaling because he's the one that initiated taking a hostage instead of just like turning up and fighting but also this context to factor in like he has like a wild card on the battlefield like momoshiki who's been watching i was gonna say something else watching him um this entire time until naruto shows up so of course the context is completely different so now like the battlefield has changed so now the tactics has to inform that or be informed by that um
3: is
4: yeah, I think it speaks more so the code scaling though. If you don't want to parse out context and just, um, but from Momo Shiki's perspective, it's just like, oh, this guy did a thing and I can just kill this dude real quick, I right, whatever. I think it's more so that for Momo Shiki,
2: yeah. I've always thought about it as like Momo Shiki doesn't have a lot of time. Well, he n- there isn't a lot of times that he takes over Borto's body. And there isn't a lot of time specifically in one time he took over Boruto's body while it still ha- while it still had chakra. Now once Momoshiki came came essentially took over Boruto's body, he essentially analyzed the situation and understood this is a prime time to take out Naruto as we speak. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that code probably isn't necessarily like as big of a like of a deal as like say a naruto because naruto is going to be a lot more invested in boruto there isn't going to be much times when boruto is away from naruto so no matter what boruto has to somehow you feel me defeat naruto well not boruto Momoshiki has to somehow defeat naruto because of there's always going to be that barrier so i think at that given time it was like one of the perfect times to actually do it naruto was in a very diff- difficult situation he was in a situation where he was extremely undermanned we understood that there was a very small possibility of him actually soloing borishiki plus code so i think that time right there was essentially one of the best times now code on the other hand moment i don't know what momashiki fully knows but he probably understands that there was a better chance of him actually taking Naruto down than him actually taking Cole down. And we as an artist know that to be 100% correct. Because hypothetically, it would it, have been possible for Cole to just, again, pull Damon and Eda through. And I'm sorry, Borshiki is getting packed up.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I have a question for you. So, when um, Kawaki's like, I'm going to kill you to like Borshiki, whatever, i confuse people. And like he manifests that cube and he like drops it on Borushiki with the intent to kill. This is like right after he gets stabbed with like the rods because Boruto is awakening which slows down Borushiki. Otherwise like they're, they're relative. Um, And then like stage mode Naruto off panel just like speed blitz the cube to the point where he can grab Borushiki and then not only grab him like go from like wherever he was originally off panel and then like go underneath the cube before it hits grab borto and then like jump away all before it strikes Like do you think that's a i think for mode, no?
2: i think that's assuming that kawaki didn't realize what naruto was doing because remember kawaki's overall goal is to protect naruto if naruto himself jumps under like a cube Kwaki's obviously going to at least attempt to slow the cube down so i'm not sure if that's fully like a complete stat for for naruto
4: So did you see, like, any indication of that, though?
2: I mean, no, but I think it's common sense. Kawaki himself essentially seen what Naruto was doing. I could see if Kawaki didn't necessarily see it, or if the cube was moving similarly as fast as how Ishiki Tsusuki's cubes were moving, which was insane. Like, Sasuke's actual teleportation almost lagged behind it, which is completely impossible, but... I think if it was moving that fast, then you'd probably have a point like, hey, he probably couldn't necessarily slow the cube down. But because, of course, Kawaki's visual prowess isn't necessarily as up there with, let's say, Ishiki Otsutsuki, I think that his cube was naturally moving a little bit slower. And Kawaki probably had the ability to kind of slow it down a little bit in the process. Now, as you said, this right here is kind of all headcanon for me, but I just think it's like the most logical situation i didn't say anything i'm just just asking questions no you said it was kind of (laughs) like there there isn't necessarily in like verify well you didn't say it verbatim but there wasn't necessarily any inkling that kawaki attempted to slow it down but i just think it's the most logical
1: i i agree with bara here uh not only the kawaki thing but sort of the opposite of that i think that naruto isn't reacting to the cube he's reacting to kawaki So, for example, we see that Naruto and Sasuke are both not able to react to the cube in earlier arcs uh, in general. But also, they don't even realize it's coming, per se. So, it's sort of like a perception blitz rather than a speed blitz, which is even more impressive. So, going based off of that, we got Boruto pinned to the ground. Kawaki's saying, I'm gonna kill you. He puts his arm up. What's Naruto gonna do? He's gonna go save his son. It doesn't matter if the cube is there or not. He's probably moving before the cube even spawns in. We don't know that to be the case or not. I'm just assuming. But just to make an analogy there, it's like if you have your son to the side and then there's a guy with a gun who says, I'm gonna kill you and then aims the gun at your son, then you can probably get in the way of the bullet. That doesn't mean you're bullet level. Nah,
0: nah, that means I'm bullet level, bruh. <laughs> that definitely means I'm moving at the speed of a, a bullet, and I'm Superman level.
4: I, I'm not particularly interested on in dying on this hill of Toad Sage. Mo, Naruto beating Kawaki, to be quite frank. But I do think there's like two perspective here. Um, at least from the from everyone here. On one on one perspective, you just kind of get what you get. Like you just see what you see, right? Like Naruto kind of goes from one spot off panel, um. Does exactly how I described, um, and then there's like all like the mental gymnastics you have to like Nightwing flip through, to kind of explain what could have possibly been, versus just what you saw. Um, but either way, I not well, particularly interested in that. But I was curious to see what you got. As a perspective is well. Not one hundred
2: percent. That is an absolute genuine question. The one thing, though, that I will say is that we don't necessarily know how fast the actual cube is moving. You see what I'm saying? Like, the cube itself might be extremely slow in comparison to what Ishiki Osusuke was able to do. Uh, now, again, we don't fully know, but I think that it, it probably wouldn't necessarily itself to Naruto being that strong. If that was hypothetically the case in... I've even made this point when Naruto and Sasuke had their power, but I thought that they should have possibly made a move to actually, you know, kind of defeat all all the Kata members a little bit first, but even after, if if, if, if Naruto and Sasuke, well, if Naruto specifically is a little bit stronger than. Cold, maybe he and he and Sasuke going like a two man mission to potentially try to catch Code slipping. Obviously, with Eda's powers, it would probably be like a non starter. But them not necessarily knowing it, I've always thought it would. It was kind of confusing as to why they didn't necessarily go on that mission to actually kill Code.
4: No, I just I don't I don't think um where Kawaki scales to Ishiki is relevant mm. um because we're not talking about Ishiki like I, I do think he's weaker just simply because he has less little triangles in his eye than he did. I think mm-hmm. that's just like a, a common sense. I think that's a common sense like simple thing to kind of parse out. And he just he he literally alludes to him just figuring out like, oh now I'm starting to understand these abilities. No so, nah, you know,
2: I definitely sense. I de- no i definitely get it i mean at this particular point we don't know how strong damn that anybody is like i think this right here is like one of the rare times where power scaling wise we don't necessarily have a clear grasp on where people are I like, legitimately we, we yeah. have yet to see naruto and sasuke fight af- after they've been nerfed so we have absolutely no clue we didn't necessarily have a clear reading upon how strong code was so he can not necessarily claim a lot from boruto Essentially, like kind of beating code a little bit and quack absolute demolishing code. so we can't there there isn't less necessarily a lot of information to gleam off of that so i definitely understand where you come from we don't fully know i think we're probably going to get to find out a lot more information in the next chapter because of delta and of course the already present i, I say shikamaru hopefully he does some some more mm-hmm. absolutely amazing stuff like he did in the last chapter but hopefully he can t- we get to have more information right. oh, what's happening you
1: are over there, free? Um, Were you at an airport?
0: <laughs> nah, bro. Somebody riding past.
1: No. <laughs> um, it sound like
4: a motorcycle,
0: something.
4: Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no. I, I feel you. Like it's. I don't know. I just I know what I saw, and like I can assume he's like reacting to like Kawaki, I and mean, maybe he maybe he's doing like some Goku versus Hit stuff, to where he's like predicting what he'll eventually do, and if he like, oh, um, I'm going to predict that he'll drop a cube, so I'll move and. and... Like, it's not like he has the cube in his hand and he tosses the cube at him. Like, he knows what's going to happen. It could have been, like, the the the, the little uh, chakras. It could have been, like, those little uh, um, obelisks that he summons. Um, It could have been multiple things. So, like, I, I just feel like there's a lot of, like, like, inference that has to go in versus just, like, what we saw. But, you know, again. I'm not
2: instant. In no, no, one thousand no one thousand percent. One thousand percent. I completely understand where you're coming from. I'm saying we don't fully know until we actually do get that. I don't fully yeah. I, I don't necessarily feel confident saying which way. I kinda have the same argument with you. We talk about this all the time when it when it comes to how oh, strong Hagaroma is, yeah. we gotta make all these inferences to say, hey, this statement doesn't count because
4: of this. Uh, so I I definitely get where you're coming from. Uh, that's also... different though. Uh, sorry, hold on. I'm in, a, I'm in a ladder match. No, that's different because, um, <laughs> like, for instance, that we're doing with Hagoromo, it's like, oh, you asked me a question, like, oh, um, what was the question? Like, you was like, oh, how do we know, like, um, what will Hagoromo do against Naruto's Rasengan, right? So I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we haven't seen him like dodge Rasengan or anything like that, but I can make that. I'm sorry, I'm getting my ass whipped. I can make that <laughs> inference. Um, <laughs> I can make that inference because I, I've seen a character with the same abilities, like visual prowess, that Hagoromo had in Pain, who actually like absorbed uh, Rasengan from like Toad, uh, whatever, um, Jiraiya. So I can make the logical inference based off of what's established. Um, it's kind of like a one-to-one thing, but like in this case, is this is a different type of inference that we're doing. Um, yeah, I, 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 I like 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 we're trying to shape the um, how do I want to say this? Um, we're trying to shape our inferences to fit our arguments instead of like vice versa. Hey, um, mm-hmm. Did, is that a vice versa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do know. Did, you get what I'm saying? Though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saying.
0: Do, do you guys think that? Um, I, I saw somebody put this in the chat that. The Boruto story is pretty much supposed to be from Boruto's memories or his perspective. You know, like at the beginning of it, they say, This is my story. You know, it starts off with my dad a little bit, but at the end, it's just pretty much my story. So he's telling the story mm-hmm. to us. So we're hearing it from Boruto's perspective. I thought that was pretty interesting.
2: I kind of like that idea. You see what I'm saying? The reason why I kind of like it is because if it's from Boruto's perspective, there's other perspectives, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Things that we did see from boards perspective or things that we're seeing in the anime or the manga might not be the actual way it actually did occur. I think that would be a little bit far-fetched because it is a shonen. And of course, it'd be a little bit difficult to go back and rewrite a bunch of other stuff. But I definitely do like the idea. I mean, it's, it essentially being boards' perspective. I kind of didn't necessarily like it too much mainly because it kind of takes away from what we're seeing current time. Seeing things live is a lot more is a lot more exciting than seeing things in like a in like a past tense, which is why people don't necessarily, which is why people prefer live content more than actual recorded videos. That that's a completely different thing because some people prefer it all the way around, but majority of people prefer live. Completely different thing, but <laughs> <of a> thousand, <laughs> what kind of that, are you growing on right now? <laughs> my bad, YouTube YouTube brain. But <laughs> what, but yeah. I definitely do think that's an interesting perspective. No,
3: stop, stop.
4: So oh, we can Just hear a, you button mash. Melo is fighting for his life. Yeah. Said <laughs> so, no, stop, Yo, stop. Yo, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing,
4: am doing a money in the bank ladder match. It's like six dudes in one ring, and you know how hard this mode pause. is, bro. I've restarted this match thousands of times, bro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that's okay, not didn't name, Get
0: bro. a pause. <laughs> what happened to the pause?
4: Bro, after the last
2: one, I realized you know, I got chill. I got chill a bit. I got chill a bit. I kept quiet. I still don't know what
0: I got paused for, but whatever. <laughs> but nah, so, what, what, do you, what do you think that. about that, though, being it being told from his perspective?
1: Going off that, I, I hate to say that I don't really know what to say on that because it's implied. So... He's, let me rephrase what he's saying. He's saying, Boruto's the main character. What do you think about that? And then my answer is, yes, he is the main character. And then (laughs) that's the end of the discussion. I don't, (laughs) what what do you want me to say? Yes, the, the story is from Boruto's perspective and we're following Boruto. And regardless of whether it's Boruto's memories or not, yes, it is, but we don't see any other scenes except for the scene that we're seeing in the present So for all intents and purposes, it's both Boruto's memories and real time,
2: Hmm. (laughs) which kind of makes me afraid that we're going to go back and like in part two of Boruto, we're going to realize like, hey, the hidden leaf Village was actually completely taken over and we didn't really realize. And now we have to go back and actually straighten this whole thing out so you guys can actually understand. And Wait, Boruto didn't truly get the joke he kind of got it awakened one time by Tonetti, and then never got it again. It's like things like that could pop. It it just opens the door for a lot of like inconsistencies, which I I don't fully like. But I, I get the idea. I get the concept.
1: We got Boruto debates with a yo.
2: I was phone. waiting for my God. That, that's why I was quiet. I, yeah. I was quiet. You, I, I went quiet because
3: I, I was waiting, waiting for y'all a... to say it.
1: We're
0: not trying to take your your position, bro. You like
1: cemented that. So we go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So Boruto debates with the five bomb saying just because. And you know what I'm going to say? Just because I'm going to say Boruto debates. I like that just because I do. What else can I say? Just like the, the previous right. thing of, yeah, Horto's the main character. What about it?
2: Mm. <laughs> this, is <laughs> this is a fact. Like, just because... Shout big out shout to Bors my of the, <laughs> the mm.
0: <laughs> Big shout out. If you're on the so, channel uh, and you're watching this right now, please like, subscribe, and comment all that good stuff. <laughs> Go ahead, Bar.
2: <laughs> absolutely. And, and even the people on Mellow's Live, the like, comment, and even share. Share, share that actual streams, yes. my God. I forget about the that, big right? Right that, right function. that. this function is. is function. The what are you share? talking about? What, what, what you mean? mean? Yo, we oh share. what? I, Why did I think you stopped the live, <laughs> bro? I was about to say, like, did I just like give a whole like instruction to your chat and they don't even know that <laughs> 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 you're not even live? When we share <laughs> yeah, the podcast yeah. channel, I, I tell
4: them all the time. I have a podcast channel. What are you talking about? No, no, no. no. Nothing, I was saying, said.
2: I was saying for your fans to actually share your live stream. Yeah, you know, there's just like a share button oh real quick this is
1: this is youtube related we don't have to talk on this much but i heard from a youtuber that has three million subscribers liking the video doesn't boost it in the algorithm but sharing it is like the most important thing you can do
2: yeah i don't know if y'all have
1: opinions about that i thought liking the video i thought disliking the video was interaction so it boosts it apparently it does nothing but sharing it is the biggest thing you can do
2: i'm Mm. not sure if it does nothing but i remember i built my whole entire channel off of sharing it to be honest when i originally started mm-hmm. i off of sharing it like I, I share it to like um well to be honest the the biggest boost i had was from reddit yeah i share my i share, shared my, I share I my shared this on
0: reddit too but you know channels they kind of assholy don't share your content on here oh, fuck you, oh yeah you can't suffer uh, from you can't suffer you. More. <laughs> <laughs> you can't suffer more anymore well, yeah back in the day <laughs> Yeah. I got banned for 30 but, days for doing that, but they let me post one time. I think we had oh, like bitch. 50 subs well, for of that.
4: People I be bitch. doing that junk in my sh- that they'll, they'll just like come to my like comment section and just like link their stuff. Like, no, bro, you can't be doing that here. Like, what are you doing? Like so I I the whole not self-promoting. Hey, if like, a Reddit server got f-
0: over 500,000 people on it, like, why? Why you, why do you care? I, yeah like well, no, I, I I'm not taking your audience. Oh. <laughs> I'm
1: that's sharing true. like
0: content like that's related to what I'm posting on. Like I can see if I was posting sports shit on a Boruto uh Reddit server, but I'm posting Boruto related content. So I don't think it counts. Oh. Now, no, if I, I was I like promoting so another Reddit server, now I can see how that, that would be like asinine like mm-hmm. that, you know, Don't come in here reporting uh promoting your Reddit server.
1: What the hell? like self-advertising over the tactics of today the new tactics are you get a verified account you can buy a verified account reset it and you still get all the subs so you have that little check mark all you gotta do go into the comments copy and paste someone else's comment because you got that little check mark you're gonna get the thousands of likes you're gonna go to the top people are going to check out your comment because you left a nice comment and because you're verified and then boom you got even more subs
2: this is actually a fact. Yo, a lot of I have seen a lot of people do this. I've even seen people gain like over a thousand subscribers just by commenting. Commenting what? Oh, for real? Yeah, like just by commenting. I'm I'm pretty sure you got see you guys seen the comments in the comment section. This right here isn't necessarily like the exact one to one comparison, but I know what he's talking about. But there are some people oh, that have I their names as like there there's some people that have their names as like I would like um a thousand subs without a video, without a video, subscribe mm-hmm. to my channel. You see what I'm saying? And I'll just be their name. So, what can not cell be like detected as self promo in the actual spam bot, but it'll show up. You see what I'm saying?
4: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, bad, bad, bad.
2: We, I,
0: that's scheming on a whole nother level. Like.
2: <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I, I did kind of want to ask my guy Udi about his... Uh, well, Udi. Why? Well, I, I, I keep... I forgot. This is my first... That's the first time I forgot. But, my guy Udi, I want to ask you about your manga. Well, specifically, what is it about? Yeah, yeah Is yeah, it yeah, like
1: big an action? Alright, so, here's the answer. First of all, I have a manga, but I'm not working on my manga. What I have is actually an animated series. So, before oh. I get into that, because that's a whole nother thing. The manga... I, I did a senior project in high school. I'd made like half of a chapter, and it took like over 100 hours. I realized I don't like art going into it, but I just wanted to make sure. So now I know I don't like doing art, but I like being the director of art, essentially. So I'm not going to sit down and draw for eight hours a day to have one panel, but I will direct a story and write a story because that is fun. So what I've done is... I have like a good thirty story ideas. A couple of them are obviously much more fleshed out than others, but okay. So my manga is called The Beginning Games. I'm not even going to get into no, it. Ooh, I'll I do think that you're story. Way next. too fast for Discord. Or something. <laughs> 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 okay, so my animated series is called False Perfections. Go look it up. It's got one season out. Thirteen episodes, wow. technically like seventeen episodes or so if what? you count all I was the, extra for the episodes. side episodes. Or is
0: that for the uh for the like uh what do you it, was it an intro or something like that that you sent me the uh sent me to do a
1: reaction on? Yeah, is probably. That the same okay. So when I say I have an animated series, I mean that in the most literal sense to where this isn't one of those tiny indie two-minute episode YouTube series that comes out with a new episode every six years. I'm talking about <laughs> I got each episode a good 24 minutes. I got an opening song, an end- ending song. I got this animation on point. I got the freaking I, – I make previews oh, for myself.
0: Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real hold on. Hey, ooh, one, one, re- real quick. I was at my friend's house, right? Shout out to Santo, he in the chat too. Um I was at my boy's house and I was showing him your uh your video. And um you know how you have the music playing while the whole scene is uh, going? I don't know what song well, it is. It's a I song, have like it's a, a song good, playing. A hundred on
1: songs during a hundred different <sighs> scenes. But yeah,
0: go ahead. I have to
1: it's the it's the one where a dude's
0: arm get chopped off, like it's a whole lot it's, it doesn't seem like it's an actual series, it just seems like it's like your intro or something like that. Okay. So the song was playing anyway, just to uh, just to just make it quick, real quick, we was listening he we was like watching it and I'm like, Bro, the song is in English. He's like, No, it's not it's in Japanese. I'm like, All right, read the subtitles and listen to it at the same time. So he's reading it and then he's he's uh, listening to it. He's like, Oh shit, this isn't English. Brother, like, if you don't read it at first, when you first listen to it, you think it's in Japanese. Like, you're just like, what the? <laughs> Like, because I even had to read it. I started reading the subtitles I was on there. I was like, wait, hold on. This is in English? Or am I like, I'm really good at Japanese.
1: <laughs> so he's even commented, oh gosh,
0: bro. Hysterical. He was like, we thought the opening was Japanese. And so I was like, bro, re- oh, read the subtitles and you'll, like, you- you're you going to hear it. And are like, oh, shit, it is in English. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, like-
1: going to talk on this for a little bit. I don't want to get too involved with it, because this is Boruto. That's what we're here for. But, yeah, yeah. so season two, I'm working on that, because season one is technically done, except for an episode that's coming out April 1st, so subscribe for that, and you'll get an episode on April 1st, and it's going to be the best episode ever. Uh, well, where can we subscribe? Two? Like, I- I'm looking for... where yeah, did we- okay, can okay, we- so up false perfections it can be on google it's going to be on youtube and it's going to be under the channel perfect being because i got like five different channels because i'm just niching out the whole youtube algorithm thing so you look up false perfections perfect being here i'll even type it in chat the words false perfections there you go yeah Yo, why don't <laughs> you just so drop the link do.
0: to the channel one on in the chat i think that would be simpler I thought,
1: honestly, I thought links were turned off. Here, I'm gonna look it up then.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta drop the free game. You gotta drop it. I do? Okay. Or a mod. Yeah, or a mod.
1: You know what? This is a good science experiment. Let's find out. So I got the link, and I'm pasting it, and boom. I don't know if it went or not, but maybe someone will tell me. That's the channel.
0: If it doesn't, if it doesn't, to, then I'll just I'm- copy and paste it and put it in there for you. Hold on. Ah. Uh, i don't see anything specifically
1: see oh <laughs> right, i'm gonna post it to you on discord so yeah i'm sweet dude um <laughs> again that, that's not the channel i got like five different channels i just posted it to you on discord free game i got you I well, another yeah. another
0: quick question though bro why is your uh discord background a blonde haired white girl <laughs>
1: all <laughs> right so that's one of the that's one of the other stories so that <laughs> that's a character from red lightning and it's the main character red and I drew that a good, like, I don't know, okay, 11 cool. years ago? Yeah.
2: Ooh, that's In fact, uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I had
1: just someone that... else redraw it, but it's kind of funnier to keep it as my awful art.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah that's fine, that's fine. But one question. False protection, well, false perfection is my bad. What is it about? What's the plot?
1: All right, I'm glad you asked this. So there's a good 16 different ways to answer this question. Uh, so basically... There's this kid, right? Wait, you said and this 16 kid... different ways to answer this question? Yeah, there's a good sixteen different. There's a there good sixteen different ways to answer any question. If we're being real, all right. So false perfections. Here, I'm advertising my thing. I'm gonna get into this. So false perfections. <laughs> best series on YouTube. This is about this kid, right? This kid, he dies. All right, that's the beginning of the series. I'm so bold. I'm killing my main character before episode one even starts. So like sixteen seconds in, this kid dies. He's in purgatory, right? Not just any purgatory. I mean, this they did that on the Haka show, though. Just to. I mean- I'm just going to just say that. So imagine Yu Yu Hakusho remastered. <laughs> Yu Hakusho, Yo, one of the I best love it. <laughs> series of all time. I right? love it. So you're getting the best series of all time in today's age with today's graphics. Look at Yu Yu Hakusho. It it looks like it made in the nineteen forties, it might as well have been.
4: It's so then you got today's yeah, you, stuff. You just, got it made on
1: computer. It's looking you good. You, you got you look the vibrant colors and everything.
0: Hey, this better be golden if you just you, you flashing on my favorite series, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, <thanks, bro. laughs> nah, this better you be, I'm be I'm, He said be 19. You say 1974. God, that's <laughs> a 1940s. I don't know. Oh, where, you went even farther back, 1940s, bro.
2: So, so, so real, real quick though, I this is the last question about it because I know we want to get back to the boards of the topics, but. How difficult was it to actually make this? This is looking legit.
1: And so I wish I could link a blog article that I wrote for this one animation site called Animate. It got taken down recently, and I was so inconsiderate to not archive it. So I'm talking to the owner, trying to get it archived. Uh, Basically, I'm in college, so I don't have the time, experience, or budget to put forth into this thing the way it deserves that being Whoa, said, I've done on. my best. You you obviously you watch it, and it's very clearly has a lot of hard work in it. <laughs> Season two in the movie, yo, and everything beyond this point is gonna be so good. I'm telling you, yo, Ood, so, what kind up? of jutsu did you put on your channel? I swear to god, you got ads playing before your videos coming up. <laughs> screenshot it to me i don't know what you're talking about i mean it's I cool swear if i do. to god this is, i'm looking uh, at an gotta, ad right gotta, now
2: you gotta get youtube premium i'm seeing my god channel perfectly clear let's <laughs> <Best laughs> not skip cool. that ad <laughs> 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 that <laughs> premium. you get you get money off me just go into your page i got premium of that but no. what was it called? I did, I did kind of I did kind of want to throw it to the chat while while we're talking to this, ask a couple questions about board. So especially since the new chapter is, is coming out, uh, and what is it? Well, not coming out, but the new chapters. we this is like essentially like the predictions time. A lot of people are giving out their predictions about the next chapter. What people think is probably going to happen, and of course, uh, hopefully the chat got some good questions for us.
1: And if yeah. you got any writing questions on Boruto chat, go ahead link them down below. I'm glad to answer them. This is what I live for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm getting I'm getting comfortable now, kicking my feet back. I'm waiting for these questions. <laughs> on, real quick. Now, I got to send this
0: cuz this is crazy, bro. I've never seen an ad on somebody's uh, channel who's not monetized <laughs> pop up. This is mind-blowing to me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> another, <I don't> <laughs> another thing I definitely wanted to ask you about was, was the anime. Now, a lot of people feel like the anime is, is, is like a significant step down from the manga. Now, from your perspective, how do you view the Boruto
1: anime? <laughs> so, if it's Boruto, then it's Naruto. And if it's Naruto, it's immediately perfection in my eyes no matter what.
3: <laughs> That's my <laughs>
1: subjective view. Uh, because mm. I watched uh, Naruto growing up. The nostalgia is 100. There's no pause. Oh, sorry for the pause. Free game. You right. So anyways. <laughs> okay. yeah. Naruto might as well have changed my life. Not actually. But obviously it's a number one series of all time. And nothing will ever top it. Even if it's better. Because Naruto is just. It, it's just. It just hits different. It's just. It's Naruto. What can I say?
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, but as, like, an objective view. Uh,
1: so it's weekly, so it's going to have a lesser quality than something that Demon Slayer. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't even have to list something broad. Demon Slayer has a higher quality because it comes out every, like, three years. Might as hmm. well be a movie every single episode. Uh, Boruto, you got to look at the production side. Whereas, yes, you do have a company with animators in Japan that goes and does that daily. You're moving into a new era, specifically Boruto Episode 65. This has a whole history of different new animators that worked on this series. But in the age of the internet, everyone can be an animator. You don't have to live in Japan or be able to attend in person an animator studio. You can just be an animator and studios will hire you it's called freelance animators that's what i hire for my series because i ain't no animator you want to look at my animation go to episode six of my series this is atrocious uh, <laughs> but, so you got different people they know their different values so it's not even industry rate so you can just get higher paid animation than actual animators which is absolutely insane so that's great and that makes different cuts More valuable than others in terms of episodes. So it makes the level of the series quality overall less consistent. Makes it overall higher, but because it's not made by one studio who's, who sort of has one central direction, it can be made by, say, 16 different people from Brazil or Colombia or Thailand or wherever. And if they're good enough, they'll be given one cut or a few cuts, and then they'll be told, make the, make the ELO, which stands for layout, which is basically just animation without the color, a little bit more complex than that. But then they'll mm-hmm. send it to the studio, the studio will touch it up. Probably not answering your question at all, but uh, Boruto anime—it's pretty good. I like the the music is good. Music is number one thing I look at in a series in the first place. So it's probably the reason I got into Naruto. I would say Naruto had great music. Boruto has good music too. Uh, so music hey. aside, you got animation. Animation is I obviously you have budget episodes because <laughs> it's a weekly it's a weekly series. You got budget episodes. That's fine. It's better than other episodes. Uh, then you got uh, you got the story eh, It doesn't do what I want it to do Specifically the What was it the new director That came on board for the Boruto anime It, it happened before we got the, Before we got Kawaki's introduction We got a new director And he wanted to adapt the manga And so he did that And I think that's why the latest arc was rushed Not the latest arc but like the latest manga arc uh, it was rushed Because he just wanted mm-hmm. to get through the material And so now we're caught up, so we can't do the manga. So I think he's sort of applying that same principle to the anime now of he wants to do the manga, but he can't because it just doesn't exist yet. So he's sort of rushing towards the manga that doesn't exist, which means the pacing is weird because it just doesn't work like that.
2: Mm -hmm. I see what you mean. thousand percent. A lot of people got those views about the anime. Definitely.
0: Wavy
2: though asks, why do you uh sorry go ahead R. No 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 I was just I was just about to say I was about to read that comment as well. Go ahead.
0: Rock. All right, Wavy as just asked, you, as you Wavy just
2: asks, why do you think that why why do you think we haven't gotten them why do you think we haven't gotten a movie yet? Now I got my personal opinion about the movie, I think it's a comfortability factor. Maybe you guys have different <clears throat> I- different ideas, but I've always thought this. I thought it was a comfortability factor. I kind of relate to a, a lot of regular. I think relating it to YouTubers might be a, like a great thing. Some YouTubers like that. I oh, like this, especially me. When I was essentially like not getting a When I was a small YouTuber, I used to upload one video a day. Now that I'm like a little bit more established, take uh, slow down a little bit. Big YouTuber <laughs> barra big youtuber no, I, i'm definitely so not I'm a, big a big youtuber, YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a, I, i'm definitely not a big youtuber but Yo, you
0: ever heard of that sometimes dude? You, people... ever, you ever seen that before i'm a big youtuber i'm a big youtuber i can't it. remember his name right now off the top of my head oh man i wish i could say it nah. i don't remember dude's name but he was in a um they call him in the store he was like i'm a big youtuber he's from new york can't remember dude's name I'm a big
2: YouTuber. No. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I probably know bar of big YouTuber. <laughs> but no, no. So I, I've always thought that Let me look with Naruto, they were essentially trying to build their brand a lot more. With Boruto, I think they're trying to like kind of preserve their brand, essentially be the top dog. I th- I still do believe they are, but I don't necessarily think they have to make a lot of movies like how they're pushing out movies back in the Naruto series because of that comfortability factor. I don't. That might just be me. Of course, this is
1: all just all my opinion.
2: So
1: Netflix got- dropped a thing recently where they said they're going to increase the quantity of things that come out so for example cartoon network they make weekly episodes of whatever the loud house i don't watch it i don't know uh they're gonna yeah, change that to... sure you don't yeah. <laughs> that's the first one you name <laughs> the first the cartoon
0: you could think of sure
1: oh my god so actually it was linked on the article today that's why i knew it oh, so okay, no. <laughs> yeah you got an answer don't you worry. so they're gonna turn that into more of a daily thing but probably shorter episodes but overall it's awful because the animators are honestly slaves at this mm-hmm. point, and with the, the the conditions are just getting worse and worse. More things are being made, so animators have to just make more things and faster.
0: No, not necessarily. They can still make it at the same speed if the episodes are shorter. <clears throat> it's just like our YouTube channel, like how we do like the podcast full. We do a full two hours, just one day. And then cut the clips up and then put it out like that. like Or different channels, like channels that interview people, like for instance, like a Vlad TV, they do the full interview and then they just cut up the clips. Like they're not really overworking themselves when they do that type of stuff. They're still working at the same pace as they were working at one other point in time, but they're just doing everything at one time. I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: Okay, so actually I added that that bit in of it being shorter. I actually have no idea. I'm just saying that because oh. <laughs> I hope it to be the case. <laughs> so, so that wasn't accurate. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going off of what no. you said. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, so I'm the, I'm the one that's wrong probably. I actually don't know. But it, it's just awful. So I'm thinking they're changing it because kids' attention spans are getting shorter. And so they're just trying to adapt the times. For example, YouTube has YouTube Shorts now they're really really promoting that oh my gosh i can't even imagine it's crazy
0: yeah i wanted to do some shorts but i just never got
1: around to it Yo, i got the the funniest shorts on my channel and they all blow up to a couple thousand views i got a short of just my knee i literally take a video of my (laughs) knee for three seconds a couple thousand views i don't understand it oh my goodness
0: yeah i wanted to do like, like funny little uh shorts or whatever
2: like when nah, I, did, <laughs> the, I did the funniest
0: it. yeah, I know. It was like I was gonna cut, uh, I just never got around to it. I don't know why I never did it. But when um when T Bry was like, hold on, I'm check I gotta check Yahoo. <laughs> Melo was like, Not Yahoo. Yeah, it's just still funny as out of me, bro. <laughs>
2: still <not. laughs> nah, still nah, funny That was funny.
0: Because <laughs> nah. I heard it too, I was like, Yahoo. He was like, Not the Yahoo.
2: <laughs> Shout out to T Bry. <laughs> 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 that <laughs> was funny, bro. I d- Definitely, definitely. Right. It's a fact. Yo, somebody actually commented that um, false perfections. It looks a lot like Boruto. I forgot yeah. the actual comment book. Uh,
0: it was Peter Peter Subala.
2: What? What's his name, bro? What's his What's his name? I see
0: that. Yeah, I think it's Peter S- Soboale. Yeah, sobo wale. I'm just gonna cut that in cut go. that in half. All right, sobo All right. wale. There you go.
2: All right, shout shout out to my guy Peter in the in the chat. I don't know if he pronounced it correctly, but as as long as he he said it with confidence, I could deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> I could yeah, deal with yeah.
1: That. Sobo wale. There you go.
2: Yeah, I'm I like, could definitely bro. deal with.
1: I, it. I love the enunciation, like it's a poetry thing or something. <laughs> sobo <laughs> wale. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. If you listen to wale, mm-hmm. he's a poet, so it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but he did a of, go ahead. Go
2: ahead. Mm. Now I was just about to read it as well. I was about to say. <laughs> speaking of, my God, he just commented. Go
0: ahead. Warren.
2: All right. So speaking of my God, my God, Peter, he says, "Do you want to see any more Shikamaru and Mirai connections in bo- in the Boruto anime?"
0: Oh, I said it right, bro.
1: He said yes. Mm. That's correct. <laughs> so okay. wale.
0: Yeah, I'm cool with this.
1: Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You might have said it correct, but but Peter, is it pronounced Sobo-Wale, or is it just Sobo-Wale? Hey, bro, come on, man. Just like let me get this <laughs> guy, all right, bro. All right, all right, so, so, he's, so that... he's saying Shikamaru and Mirai, right? Right? What,
0: what do you th- what do you think about that, guys? Bar, Bar? what do you mean by think... uh, the connect? What do you mean by the connection,
2: though? It's like they're connect. Well, Shikamaru, he's he's already he already had a, like an established connection with Mariah since mirai's father was like Shikamaru sensei Asuma right, right, right. I think That's there could awesome definitely story. be a lot more I think yeah I think there could definitely be a lot more moments for the from them in the anime especially seeing as how Shikamaru is having a lot bigger role in the manga right now there might be a certain situation where before like a lot of the stuff that we are seeing in the manga right now happens we might get like a one or two episode type of thing where it kind of humanizes Shikamaru a little bit more and of course mirai could definitely be in that Now one of the things that I definitely will point out though this can't necessarily be like a standalone thing because a lot of people don't necessarily like these moments, especially when it comes to the Naruto fans out there, especially for Boruto. If Shikamaru is just like sitting there having a slice-of-life type of thing for about two to three episodes with Mirai, People tend to not l- actually like that episode. Me personally, though, I would definitely wouldn't mind something like that. I think it would definitely add a lot of depth to the Shikamaru character, especially for the Boruto character, or not Boruto characters, especially for the Boruto fans out there, which I know is a little bit difficult to believe that didn't actually watch Naruto and Naruto Shippuden.
0: I think that we should get some type of. I, I mean, I like the idea though of us getting more of a connection with them too, like just. Show is more centered around Boruto though, and that's what seemed like they're going that route. Um, they do little homages to the board, I mean, to the Naruto anime. Um, but not, I mean, I can see it happening though. Like, isn't Shikamaru supposed to be her godfather?
2: I'm not even sure. I think it might have been something like that, but I never really made sure why. I'm not sure. You said why, Oud
0: said implied. Oh, it's implied that okay.
2: Um, yeah, I know they had a very strong connection because it, it, essentially I think that Shikamaru kind of like, I wouldn't necessarily say pledged his life, but he kind of, he, he's kind of like the protector of Mirai in a way. So they
0: should have some type of, they should have at least one episode. Yeah,
2: which is why I kind of found yeah another reason why I kind of found it interesting that Shikamaru wasn't necessarily around when they had the um the actual novel arc be adapted and even in the novel is itself, if you guys don't necessarily recall, there was like an arc where she fought like a bootlegged hedon that had the same ritual. Shout out to my guy Josh but, they had the same <laughs> ritual, and... he
0: said shout-out to my dad, Justin, you crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, my bad. They, they had the same ritual, and of course, Mariah beat her, essentially kind of mimicking the Asuma versus on battle, and this, this right here essentially being, like, a revenge. I kind of thought it was interesting that Shikamara wasn't there, mainly because Mariah, not saying that every time she's in, a, like, a dire situation, Shikamara needs to be there, but for it to be, like, on screen, for it to, for us to actually see it, I thought it had been a much, more, a much more powerful situation
1: if Shikamaru was potentially on that mission as well. Right. Thank you, Barra. So you're saying exactly what I'm about to say in a different way. So do want the connection but at this point it's too late so either they have to flash back to it or it's irrelevant to the original theme that Awesome gave of the next generation the child is the king and so you have to prepare that child and protect them to get them ready so that they can eventually uh, uh, make the next generation themselves to then be the protector of that king and so on and so forth mm. so that was the original theme they set up and they started touching on that theme at the very end of the Shippuden anime where you get baby Mirai and Shikamaru looking after her. In the Boruto anime, we get absolutely nothing like that because it's been so many years. And so Mm -hmm. Mirai is like, I don't know, 15 or 16 now? Like, she's basically a Shippuden age character. Mm -hmm. She's, my point of that is she's independent, so she no longer needs Shikamaru to protect her or prepare her. Is we're getting the end point without the journey at all. And that just doesn't work for the theme. So what we needed is we needed to see how, how Mirai got prepared or independent in the first place to where she can go on a mission to defeat Jashin by herself. That arc would have been so poetic if we got backstory before the arc of Shikamaru preparing her, not necessarily to face off against Jashin, but for yeah, her ooh. to say, I don't know, make a, make a fire style jutsu. And then Mirai um. takes that knowledge and then defeats the Jashin-like character with the fire style jutsu. That would have been poetic to finalize the theme
2: definitely I mean, no, extremely definitely. impactful and I'm not gonna lie going into an arc like that we had a lot of expectations for it mainly because of course Kakashi was being activated again but of course the Mirai dynamic as well one of the first times that we legitimately got to see her on a serious mission for Shikamaru to not necessarily be involved in that it was a surprising sight to a lot of us and especially since because of course he could have had a very impactful moment as you said now r- real quick I do I don't want to necessarily want to have this pod dra- drag on too long. You feel me? We are approaching about three hours and everything like that. I do want to give a shout out to my guy, Big Udi, for hopping on oh. big screen rent. Shout out to my guy. Act- my guy's actual series was uh, how do I forget the name already? False but- perfection. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> false perfection. There I goes. I remember, yeah, I remember yeah, the perfections, but not the false. <laughs> uh, false perfections definitely waiting for season two of it hopefully it's going to be a, a very very good series I d- i'm definitely going to tap into I'm about season, to say, you one even right season one right yeah, here yeah. are you
0: waiting for season two
2: because <laughs> I, i'm trying to tap i'm about to tap into season one i'm waiting for season two like if i'm about to watch naruto <laughs> right now i gotta wait i hopefully naruto Shippuden, when it comes out is going to be elite so it's the same thing right, right, but right. do you guys have any final thoughts on, uh, on the situation on the pot
1: i have one more theory make a good video it's a Definitely. little quick thing here. All right, so mm-hmm. themes are obviously very important in a story, and we have a lot of themes in Boruto. The theme that I'm most interested in, or at least hearing your perspective on, is how do you think the theme of technology is going to end? What do you think's going to be the final message or the author intent of technology based on the Boruto series? So far, we've got sort of feelings towards it, Uh, But obviously the theme's being continued because we have Delta being relevant still. So I'm curious, where do you think the theme is ultimately going to, what's the answer? Is technology going to be good or bad or what other other message is going to be displayed? I think it's going to be neither. Good
0: or bad is just going to be um, the person who uses it. Like it's just going to give us that message all over again. Like technology is neither good or bad. It's the person with the intent who's using that technology that makes that technology good or bad it yeah, one thousand. Like, a, like no, you can have a th- gun in the hands of a of a person trying to protect him. You can have a gun in the hands of a person who's trying to murder. Like, that gun is not good or bad. It's the person who's using it It makes the gun good or bad.
1: I like yeah, that. 100%. Apply it to the the fast forward scene. Do you think it's going to play an impact there? How?
0: I think that is going to be like more of like the Boriso theme. I think it's going to be like <clears throat> that. You shouldn't. Like totally rely on ninja tech, but you shouldn't totally rely on being a ninja either. Like you should, you gotta find some type of middle ground, some type of common ground with technology and being a ninja. I think that's yeah, what without that 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 equal ground
2: yeah one thousand percent i mean my original idea my, my perception of the actual ninja tech was this right here was like one of the main factors of or one of the, one of the main things that kind of separates the old generation from the newer generation especially boruto being a very huge proponent upon the new generation especially in the Chunin exam arc you've seen the old generation uh main character naruto kind of opposed them then you have the new generation character boruto kind of like be all for them so i think that right there was like a very big point in like you know kind of dividing of course the tendencies of the new of the newer generation and the older generation now of course that kind of gotten a little bit lax nowadays because naruto and everybody else is actually using the scientific technology but i think it was very important at that given moment because they're establishing especially for the newer viewers when the boruto movie came out this is the new generation and to be honest like it or not <laughs> the new generation has scientific technology now in the flash forward scene how it would possibly affect affect that I think it's similar to what Free Game was actually talking about. It's all going to be about specifically who's actually utilizing the actual scientific technology. Now, if you tell me that scientific technology completely destroyed the Hidden Leaf Village, I would not be surprised. If you're going to tell me that scientific technology is going to be what actually saves the remnants of the Hidden Leaf Village, I would not be surprised either. I think it just depends on who actually uses it. But one thing I definitely will say... It's not necessarily like a set in stone thing that scientific technology is going to be like one of the overall big things in the future. Because a lot of people even say this with um real world things like um World War Three is going to be fought. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but it's going to be fought with nukes. But World War Four might be fought with sticks and stones because it might actually you know create a, a very devastating thing that we can't necessarily recover from. A lot. So, scientific technology might actually be the exact same way in the like
1: future. Resets everything. It's like a
2: hard reset. Yeah, that exactly kind of resets everything.
1: All right. So, where do you think that point is where technology is going to sort of play a backhanded role, and it's going to be more about the shinobi? Do you think it's going to be around the time of the flash forward scene where Kawaki says the age of the shinobi is over? How's that going to play into the technology theme?
2: Here, I, you, you get me into some real theory, real theory <laughs> stuff. It's very possible that in the future, and this is like a, a family guy type of thing. The family guy kind of did a skit like this. Shout out to I'll Peter. I'll explain in the Boruto terms first. Yeah, shout out to my guys. But I'll explain the Boruto terms first. <laughs> it's possible that in the future, the Shinobi way is completely ended, but it manifests itself similar to the old Shinobi way. If you guys, if you guys recall, there was always like the, um, of course, the Uchiha and the Senju fighting along with each other. Next thing you know, they they became a union, and of course, they built their own, their own civilization or built their own nation. Of course, the Hidden Leaf Village. It might be a certain situation where the times with technology, they destroy everything, and then, of course, all of a sudden, you have these random people around with jutsus, with chakra, and things of that nature. And, of course, it'll be very good families, which will, of course, build clans, and then later on, it'll start the whole process over again. Probably because Kawaki and Boruto probably won't be there to actually rectify the situation again. And at that particular point, it'll just be strictly chaos. So it, it could be a good and a bad thing. But honestly, I think it's probably likely that the whole Shinobi Way starts right back over again because this right here may actually be the most structured way to potentially control people.
0: I don't and don't then know. Boruto becomes a new Sage of Six Paths, a new hagaromo of the series because he leads the whole village into peace and. Tranquility and he gives everybody chakra.
1: BAM <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so still... you just explained why moderate is right. Shout out to my hundred-page college thesis. What? All, right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
1: right, and then finally, Mello, sort of to shake it up. Uh, still staying on the theme of technology. I think. The the character of Denki is going to go. Are we going to see him in the manga? Is he going to play a role in the final arc? And what is his impact going to be overall in the series? What's his, his final character development going to look like?
4: Bro, you caught me at a good time. I just woke up. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> the
2: fact this guy was sleeping I, during the stream is yeah, crazy. But I was
4: dozing on stream, bro. I was dozing. Um, yeah, no. Denki's an important character, Sure. Where his overall impact is, it's difficult to say, obviously. Um, he's the first character that was introduced in the anime uh, who had an interaction with Boruto and his Jogon in a new way. Um, his father, in the time slip art created the railroad system that tells you that we're in a different timeline. Um, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, he's a very important character. Um, now, post-Shinobi era, whatever it looks like, um, after Boruto and Kwaki's battle, it probably will be some kind of... Um, You know, futuristic looking type of of space. It's clear that technology advances pretty fast in this verse. Um, Like like in real life, um, actually. So, yeah, no, I I think he's going to be one of the, I don't want to say founders, but one of the people that are are on the cutting edge, the bleeding edge of this kind of um, revolutionary technology. Um, And I think that's kind of going to be his role. Not really like a shinobi that's out in the field. I don't think that's going to be necessary. That there's going to be a necessity for that um anymore um i think the title of shinobi may mean something entirely different actually it may even just go by the wayside um no i see him in a lap um kind of like an motto, except one who can throw hands maybe um assuming Amato can't which i think he can um and outside of that i can come up with like a thousand theories and a thousand ideas but um we don't have time for that. Uh, but no, no, just the obvious stuff. I think he's going to be a scientist. I think he's going to um, um, uh, revolutionize where the, the Shinobi world goes forwards in the future alongside of a um the newer generation. And um, did I answer all the questions somewhat?
1: When, uh, when mean, in the flash forward scene, when Kawaki says Shinobi Age is over, do you think Denki is going to have any role in reversing that, or sort of fixing that, or sort of changing, sort of shifting gears towards the future, whatever that may be?
4: Yes, 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 I do. Because um, thematically, the you know, paths technology and, and the um, advancement of said technology, and that's one of the themes that they're they're promoting. So yeah, one hundred percent. They introduce this character simultaneously while simultaneously promoting these themes of technology, um, I think it's gonna play a role. Now, again, as far as like the whole Shinobi era ending, I think it needs to end. It definitely does. Um, I think the issue with boards and Kawaki is just like, you know, it's, it's not what you do, it's how you go about doing it. Um but post that um that end, yeah, I think Dinky's gonna play a critical role.
0: Can, can i get my can I get my uh my theory on Dinky? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. <clears throat> so dinky in uh all aspects is Hagaromo's vessel and he's going to uh share chocolate through scientific ninja tech in the future but
2: you you can't you can't be partly moaning and partly yelling on a podcast this is <laughs> oh, not what we uh, what are <laughs> we doing here what are we doing hell <laughs> that's yeah. how
0: you end a podcast <laughs> <laughs>
2: We can't be doing this. <laughs> Mellow dozing off, free game out man. here doing some. I don't know what's yeah, going man. on. You feel me? <laughs> I wasn't dozing off, bro. I was,
4: I was gone, bro. I was out. Man. I'm man. surprised man. I didn't hear.
3: <laughs>
4: it, was bad. It, was bad. it was about that time, bro. I oh, am sleepy. Yeah, and, yeah and right. like what, what? Team, bro. Bad combination. Bad combination. All right, then we'll.
2: We'll end the pod right. We'll we'll end the pod right now. here. you going to do the outro? Yeah. Thank
0: you everybody for joining us. If you haven't like, comment, subscribe. Oh shit, not comment. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Share the video. Comment as well. too. Go ahead. Comment. Hey, yeah, go ahead and comment, comment too, too if too. you want to. If you're watching this, if you're watching this after the live stream is over, go ahead and comment. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm missing another podcast platform, but yeah, follow us on those platforms. Subscribe to Barbie. On YouTube, of course, Mellow XO, uh, Ood's False Perfections channel. That's what the channel's called, right? That's not the that's not what the series is called, right?
1: No, I think that's the first time someone else said the name of my series correctly on the first try.
0: Oh, yeah, no, because I'm just that dude like that.
1: But yeah, <laughs> subscribe to my boy Ood's <laughs> channel.
0: <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us. Yeah, and that's all I have for that. Mellow's um, made. Thank, thank you, you, everyone, all who so um, much. All right.
4: Thank you, everyone who donated to the channel. Um, Oh yeah, sorry about uh, that. Yeah. yeah,
0: Boruto debates Rio um, Davis. Yeah. The vision. Shout out to FBK just because. Absolutely, just because. <laughs>
4: <laughs> did <laughs> you Took guys
2: hear I got Boruto debates book? But...
4: When I was uh, asleep. Did you guys bring anyone that was listening in, or is that not a thing we did this time around?
0: Oh, and Darren too. Oh. How can I forget about Darren? My bad, Darren. Thank you for the donation as well. He 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 uh, he he topped <laughs> us off with twenty dollars and a five dollar donation. How can I forget? The sages says hey, perhaps Darren.
4: Your your name does that have anything to do with Doctor Who or no?
0: No, he said that's oh, his, his
4: real name. My bro. name is Udy. <laughs> ah, I It's like saying Wesley he, and Wes. Huh? Okay, because there's like an alien race called the Oud. It's kinda of funny. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yo,
1: yo. Hey, free game still hasn't explained his last name of Otsutsuki. Bruh. It's common <laughs> knowledge. I know that's one.
0: So,
4: I Jim, always a pleasure. The I'll catch you guys in the next week. Oh, yeah, weekend.
0: definitely. Yeah, you're definitely
1: you're Signing out. We'll see you next week at the same time. All
2: right, all right. <laughs> Later. Udi, <laughs> uh, what part of Georgia are you from? Uh,
3: North.